welcome to the Beltway Phoenix, the triumphant rebirth of our beloved Elections Integrity Watchdog Program. I am Chris Wade, a.k.a. Mr. Just Happy to Be Here, here, of course, with Matt, Big Magician Chrisman, and now joined by our third mic, Punished Dave Weigel. Say hello, Dave. Hey, everybody. And Matt, sing us in. Beltway Phoenix, counting up the polls. Beltway Phoenix, fill it up your holes. Beltway Phoenix, counting up the votes. Beltway Phoenix, floating round in votes. Beltway Phoenix! We are now a mere 47 days out from the disgusting bourgeois sideshow to the epic progress of history we call the United States Midterm Elections of 2022. Last time we spoke to you, we were just before the party primaries, so we've lost some characters. Bye-bye, Josh Mandel. And things have gotten much stupider, like how much could a charcuterie board possibly cost, Dr. Oz? $100? The other nuclear-grade bombshell that's changed the shape of the elections is the Supreme Court's June 24th 6-3 decision down party lines on Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization to overturn Roe versus Wade. In the wake of the decision between trigger laws and new legislation, abortion has now been banned in over a dozen states, all with Republicans controlling at least two out of three branches of state government. As well, according to a recent Gallup poll, public confidence in the Supreme Court has sunk to a 50-year low, with just 25% of respondents reporting to have a great deal or quite a lot of confidence in the institution. Not quite sure what the difference between, quote, a great deal and, quote, quite a lot of confidence Wait a minute, is. those are the same to me. I, that's just how Gallup's are, running this poll. I'm sorry. I would not say one of those was more than I don't the know other. how they're making that distinction. Maybe it's just a randomized Sounds ballot like or something. Sounds like a load of balarkey. Well, regardless, t- only 25% of respondents have that deal of confidence in the institution. Meanwhile, a June poll by a Pew Research found that 61% of Americans do not agree with the Republican agenda on abortion and believe that abortion should be legal in most or all cases. Finally... High inflation rates over the summer, reaching a height of 9.1% in June 22, compared to just 0.6% two years earlier in June 2020, coupled with record high gas prices and record low consumer confidence, has led to a phenomenon many are calling the Brandonization of the American economy, all landing straight at the feet of President Joe Brandon and his Democratic Party. It is, it's stagflation all over again, baby. If we, want to, if we want to understand things historically, we had it first as stagflation. But now, in the later date, we can call it a progression of that concept. A new version, a new spectacleized version, the Brandonization. The Brandonization. We're coining it here. Yes. You will soon read this in history textbooks. So, gentlemen, in broadest strokes, where do you see the outlooks of the two parties here? Seven weeks from the 2022 midterm elections. I will start because I, I think Democrats are... In position to lose power, but not by a lot, which for for everyone who doesn't have a stake in this, I guess not Americans, uh, by far the most amusing outcome. Mm -hmm. I just imagine you're going to have President Brandon. I feel like I feel like everybody. I mean, like his fans call him that his haters call him that President Brandon claimed by both sides. So he just got his name changed. You're you're (laughs) going to have him in charge. It's new cultural terrain. You'd have, I, I think, at least a Republican House. You might have a Republican Senate, which that's a huge difference. Because oh yeah, you get an impeach. You guarantee yeah. there has to be an impeachment. Well, not just that, but if there's Republican Senate by one vote, just you're never going to judge a point ever again. No, no, like like Clarence Thomas could just just you know fall yeah. off a roof. They, and they like, could well, all that's Riff needed to. They could this all get electrocuted at a fondue yeah. party, like you'd fucking uh, King Ralph, and it wouldn't oh, yeah. matter. It's because it's not uh, a hereditary. Supreme, Supreme Court okay. has three seats now. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> These are the guys who were too dorky to get invited to the pool party where somebody <laughs> dropped the toaster in. Yeah. 
And and that's that I bring that up because it's not really the ground the election being fought over. Every race is over dumber things. When I to me it's just it's pretty A B. Like oh yeah, it's, will, it's always been judges. Will Brandon get to appoint people or not for two years? Yeah. Because yeah. he'll get impeached. Yeah. Obviously he's gonna get impeached. Oh, it's gonna get impeached. any House majority, I think I think there's gonna be impeachment. in Republicans' minds, you impeach Trump over nothing and you yes. get in but what about now nothing? Uh, and 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 like if you talk to Republican candidates, it says like I do. Uh, it's it's you can impeach Biden over the border. You can impeach him over Afghanistan. You can impeach him over over Hunter. Now, see, here's large. my assumption. Yeah. I guess the question is, do they do that? Mm. Impeach him tit for tat, or do they establish a rolling impeachment? Because they say we can impeach him for all these things. What if instead of putting them all into one count? Like uh, that when they, they threw the fucking book at Nixon, that like Cambodia was in there, like <laughs> having Ray, uh, helping Ray Kroc rig the price of, uh, of the uh, fucking Big Mac was in there. <laughs> this would just be one at a time. We'll impeach you over uh, cyber Benghazi, whatever. And that takes like uh, two months. Yeah, and then, then just okay, go, like, we'll do uh, the border. We'll, yeah. we'll do we'll do everything. And then they'll just always be impeaching him. Is that, it seems like ABI, that is a tactical question. And it boils down to who's going to be in the driver's seat. And I think that will be determined by how the Senate goes more than anything. Yeah, totally. Because if it's, if it's the House, Republicans, we saw a version of that for uh, the middle of the Obama years where just Republicans were, they'll fight over more now. It'll be like, oh, we, we demand Hunter Biden's records if uh, in order for you to like pass a budget, that kind of thing. Um, but you're asking about like, who's going to win the election. And that's what, that's what I mean. I feel like Republicans have not made a great argument for themselves to run Congress because this is this is what it, they, the candidates talk about doing. It's not... Get us in. We have our plan to fix inflation. There's not a different plan. No, they have no. nothing. It's just, it's just and they're, and they're stuck it's just fighting be all these yeah. culture war shit issues. Yeah. Like, not only obviously has the ground fallen out from under them with mm-hmm. abortion in a way that like guys like Trump and John Roberts never wanted to happen and were mm-hmm. trying to avoid happening, but yeah, the fucking yeah. true believing dipshits wouldn't let them fucking do it. So you have uh, like that, but then also just the fact that like they have nothing else. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have an answer for inflation. All they can do is point to it. So even though this should be an economy stupid election where they win by a billion points and get like all the Senate seats and they get 60 seats in the House because, yeah, the economy, this is it's a recession, folks. And yet there is inflation. It's called stagflation or it was called stagflation. <laughs> now yeah. we call it brandization. And that's a real that is a reality that they can't talk about. They mm-hmm. can't point to. Yeah. For, for more than five minutes before they get back into this bullshit. Like, they're giving cover because they are unpopular on all of those issues. Mm. They're behind the eight ball with the, like, moderate voter who determines these things on all of those issues. And by a lot. Yeah, and voters say they, they don't trust Democrats to fix the economy or, or inflation. Republicans do talk about that. But just over the last couple of weeks, yeah, really the last few weeks, if you watch Republican ads, they're still spending the same amount of money. They're talking less about, a little bit less about inflation because gas prices went down. That's the most visible. Maybe you're buying a house. Maybe you're buying steak. You can see that, but gas is the one going down. And they're kind of cycling into more culture war stuff. So you're seeing more stuff about uh, you need to protect kids from being turned There's transgender. You need to protect, stuff, protect people from crime. You're seeing, you're seeing, well, that, uh, like, but I'm just saying crime, what the landscape crime, they, is. They have yeah, a good yeah. advantage on crime. And they have a pretty good advantage with uh, 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 the trans issue broadly, as it's understood in the media. Yeah. But. Those issues are low salience. That's the right. problem for these motherfuckers. The Chris Rufo strategy about like pumping up people's concern about this stuff. Like, yeah, you have a native reactionary tendency along these things in American culture, but the people who vote don't put those things high enough for it to determine their to determine who they pick. And if they don't do that, it doesn't matter. If abortion is vastly more salient, mm-hmm. you do, it doesn't matter if you're winning over here. You are losing bigger in the other area. So I will take this moment to pick up and uh, run with the Felix argument that he has been advancing on the show uh, basically since, you know, spring, 
before the Dobbs decision, and especially after that, is that his argument is basically that the Democrats are in a much better spot than is generally given them credit because uh, all of these culture war issues, especially with Dobbs, have crossed a red line in which you are now peeling off, as he refers to them, as normal whites. The normal whites. The, the crucial, the, crucial vote. The broad, the like, middle swath of, you know, the generally centrist voters who which... Not necessarily are, determined by uh, by class, but by their emotional disposition. Like, in which how normal lot, are they? Yes, yeah. exactly. In which the tenor of these uh, Republican culture war issues has gotten to a place of... Such so intense, intense, fervent, and also weirdness. Like Tucker putting those like big booby anime. He's got anime broads on. He's showing eighty-year-old retirees, roomfuls of senior citizens at rest homes, are looking at the giant heaving anime titties. on the news. And is certainly, it? there is a small portion of, of people to which they're like, "This is terrifying." Oh, yeah. I'm terrified in the way but this is intended. I, I but then there is also a, I think, probably, arguably, other big chunk that are looking at that and His being like, is "This is weird more because people. you are showing that to me, not because yeah. you are saying that they're doing it." You're the one who's thinking about the anime titties. Yes. I want to put a pin. The, the weird anime boobs, that is, that's not even happening in America, isn't it? Isn't no, that's like Canada. A, yeah, so there's a teacher in Canada <laughs> who's a, a sign male. They don't even go here. Giant prosthetic they boobs don't even go here. to work, yes. right? That's the whole thing. I've, I've, been not, I've seen pictures that's what of I've seen. Lady, I've but seen, I've seen that's what it, it, it looks yeah. like Eddie Izzard. <laughs> he's got these Mondo honkers, which apparently yeah. is an entire genre of, of entertainment in Japan. It has its own name, which I will not learn. You cannot make me learn the name. It starts with an M, I think. I'm not going to look it up uh yeah but like that is only going to ting it's going to tickle the ivories of people who are at a very high frequency people who are torqued yes yeah. and the question the thing is though everyone is getting more torqued every day which is yes. the thing that pushes against Bert, but, but uh, that's what so that pushes against the felix argument is yeah. that it's not like the number of weirdos is stagnant the number of normals yeah. is shrinking yes yeah, so how do you deal with that? And, the and the elections are fought less and less over economic conditions, yes, or even like that doesn't change. No, it, it, it no is no alternative. It is getting getting your culture war ball over the line at the last minute. It's it's who it's going to be the last thing people think about. It's going to be a caravan, or is it going to be a school shooting? Is it going to yeah. be big big anime boobs in Canada, or is it going to be Roe versus Wade? Yes. And then it, if you're out there, like what about inflation? Like shut up, nerd. We're talking we're talking <laughs> we're about anime boobs. We're talking yes. about abortion. This and the week. thing is, that's what helps the Democrats because when you strip those issues of their emotional valence and you just ask, what's the normal position on yeah. these? The normal position on uh, the issues of like who gets to have an abortion, which affects half of all people in America. Yeah. Like things like that. Uh, a broad acceptance of LGBT people when uh, in a country where at this point most people have LGBT friends and relatives. Yes. Oh, do we do we uh, accommodate these things or do we uh, uh, make them illegal? Uh, nor a normal person here with a normal relationship to women and uh, yes. uh, gays and lesbians. Uh, so yeah, no, we do that. It's weirdos who want the alternative. Who so are, they ha that is their advantage. Who are obsessing? Yeah, the weirdos who are obsessing on it again with language that that borders every day more and more on like the occult. You know, yes. and of course we've had those those kinds of panics before, but it is just like the 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 light the the level of inception levels deeper into the lizard brain. You have to go to even understand the baselines of some of these arguments yeah. is getting so absurd that you have to imagine that it is alienating as much as it is activating. But the problem is, is that if the Democrats had a way to catch people as they fell out of normality, mm -hmm. they would be able to actually compete in this reality. Mm -hmm. But there's no there's the the bucket has a hole in the bottom. For yes. the Democrats, because they can't catch the, the 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 weirds, because the weirds on their side are destabilizing. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the for the right, the weirds they're 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 uh, downstream of their entire project. 
Well, so they, I think they can I know allow what you mean. them to eat the fucking yeah. girders out of society because at the end of the day, they think they're going to take it over. Well, you mean destabilizing the, the left leaders are destabilizing how I think I know what you mean, but yeah, but like so, the Democrats they have to try to make people not weird and insist oh, that's right. no, okay. no, no weirdness. But people are still going to get weird, and if the Democrats had a spectacular politics that could capture them, mm. then they could actually like direct some of the because here's the thing, folks. Whether or not Brandon uh, limps through this fucking midterm, the economy is going to collapse. Mm-hmm. They're doing it on purpose in front of us. This is they not a one way. They're, they're, they're doing, doing it. it on purpose. They're saying we have inflation. The only tool in our disposal to get rid of inflation is to reduce, to slow down the economy, yeah. reduce employment. That's all that we can do. It's the only button we have. And, and because if- we've gotten rid of the political. So we're going to press it. And we're telling you we're pressing it. And they're in the middle of pressing it. And it's just going to happen. And how does that translate into politics? When all of the energy of that horror can only be directed towards weird expressions of uh, like a cultural preference, not stopping the destruction of the economy. But it hasn't happened yet. So th- if Republicans win the the House, the Senate, House especially, let's say just that, you have the Carter playbook, which is you're going to have a Fed chair who won't keep raising interest rates to, to break the back of inflation, lower than it used to be. And then you'll have a Congress that is going to demand austerity. Yes. Not that they're going to do it when they, when they take the presidency. And then they're going to hope they get that Biden. Is that we've known we've met that Biden, right? We've met the austerity Biden. We met the Biden. He loves was, it. Yeah, he, it's his instinct. He, he was hasn't born out of the first stagflation. Now he's here to re- to see the thing <laughs> brought closed. It's like a That's fucking. Right. It's like it's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> you know, if we get Joe Brandon to work because he's a so funnier he's character, funnier character than we've ever. He's a more senile character than we've ever had before. Yeah. So if we can get if we can get Brandon to work, oh god, like I, he's here. It is the second coming of the of the of the Antichrist. Yeah, and that's where inflation fits in the in the Republican message. Now it's not just hey prices are up. It's you need to be on tilt all the time. You need to realize that things are so bad that you need to panic and vote because that's for us. the thing yeah. is they're the only ones who can sound the alarm. Yeah. And that's the thing we can talk about normality. Normality is not a reflection of reality. It's a reflection of our complacent Americans' pseudo reality that we negotiate through the media that we consume. The actual reality is that it is a 10-alarm blazing fire that we are trapped in, mm-hmm. like the stupid meme says. <laughs> and that's the nature of living in this in the spectacle, is that you are buffeted from that reality and you don't live in it. But the thing is, you can't just pierce it by pointing it out because everyone else is still living in a... Cons- you can't break everybody out. That, mm-hmm. is, that is a messianic delusion. You have to deal with the fact that normality means you're not going to realize how urgent things really are. And how do you deal with that? How do you, how do you negotiate that? Being the person who knows as a real weirdo, as all the actually like uh, politically conscious people are, that, yeah, things are as bad as they say, just not the way they say them. Mm. Well, just a few minutes ago, I was saying that you had to go 10 layers deep in the Inception thing to figure out what was going on in the right-wing news. And now I feel like we've gone 10 Inception layers deep to feel, figure out what's going on in our analysis of things. Mm-hmm. So let's bring it back. To something a little more concrete. Let's get back in Ken Watanabe's head, right? Is that, <laughs> yes, is that, exactly. Is that the first level of Inception? I the... believe so. He's yeah, the yeah. one being Inception. Okay, good. Well, yeah. apparently, apparently there's like five people being Incepted in that thing. I, I didn't no, get I didn't. it. We see that one in a minute. Let's talk about something brick and mortars. Let's talk. Rick and Morty? Let's brick and mortars. Let's talk about the House of Representatives. Whose house? Ron's house. So, <laughs> uh, we're going to kind of do all of this as a block. I'm sure that there are some interesting races that you can flag. I've got at least yeah. one down in here, uh, but I will start. Most savvy prognosticators seem fairly certain that the Dems will lose the House this cycle. The question is by how much. In November of last year, Kevin McCarthy predicted the Republicans would pick up 60 seats. They have been walking that way, way back yeah, that's uh, not more, happen, more recently, uh, but they do only need to pick up six seats to flip it. Will they flip it? 
flip it good. I don't think I think you have to be uh, huffing some real Democrat hope copium to be uh, even conceiving of them holding on to the House. The headwinds are so strong. Uh, but the question is, like, how can the Demo- Republicans call it a win when they have so many headwinds that, that should be helping them? Yeah, I I wish there was just some some Democratic booster. Like, who's that? Dash Dervosky. I wish he was here. The TikTok <laughs> guy who uh, looks like he. Big news. <laughs> big news. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Big news. Donald Trump. That was I watched that video on repeat for like five minutes, I think. It might have been five minutes. It might have been five hours. I was lost in it. I had one of the classic. Oh, like, I had one of the, those like, honey, you got to see this uh, reaction. Big news. He's got to have like the. the a soundboard like keychain thing, you know, like <laughs> up yours, kiss my butt. Big news, oh boy. Big news, oh boy. Yeah, please call, well, call him anyway and say like how are you guys never wins. blinked. Uh, I'm gonna have no, to find because I'm gonna be boring. Guy, like, I'm I think not the, familiar with him. They're on, oh god, he's a TikTok yeah. guy. I'll find it. He's I'll a find TikTok it. version of like uh, one of the. Uh, he's a TikTok evolution of like Jeff Tedrick yeah. and like Jeff Garland and all those like remore that are on yeah. the Democratic carcass after 2016. Well, and the scary Only thing he's, he's like the Zoomer version where people were actors and that wasn't going well and they realized with the talent of an actor with like the talent of an actor who never gets into anything you are much better at talking than exactly. 99% of people exactly. talk about if politics it's, if it's a contest you can bust between, at the top if it's like yeah. okay we've created a new we've created a new uh, media concept where you can rise to the top without having any ever displayed any actual talent yeah like there's going to be people who like pool at the top there and he's certainly one of them yeah as am I yeah the game recognized game he's just a zoomer version of me basically yeah so oh I- boy <laughs> So I know I know what he would say about the midterm. I mean, I just think Democrats, there's just too much on the on the on the table for them to, to hold on to it. There's too many seats that Trump won by a little or and I was kind of watching this this breakdown of uh there's seats that are like Biden plus five, but they're all white working class voters mm-hmm. who came back like around Scranton. There's states they're like Biden plus five, but they're like Orange County. Mm-hmm. And Orange County's like not flipping back this year. This is not like they're not flipping back for the uh for for like this version of the Republican Party. Not yet. Uh, if it wasn't Donald Trump, like as the face of everything, every single day, every single second, they would maybe. But it's yeah, I think it's enough for just like a twenty, a good twenty seat Republican flip, which would be pretty mediocre by what they were hoping for. Yeah, that's them with uh, enough majority to do lots of things. Uh, and I, I think, I I think that it has been slipping. And if you look at where they're spending money, like there's places that should be. Uh, they should be done. Like there's like so there's a district in Arizona that's half rural, like a little piece of Phoenix. Biden lost it by ten points after it was redrawn. They're still spending money there. It's like still not in the bag. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of stuff that like the equivalent of uh, you know when Daryl Issa retired, Daryl Issa say, hey, "You guys are not winning my seat." Like those places, <laughs> they're still kind of fighting for him. Like nothing's been given up. And part of that though is that this is like the first midterm where we test this. Like the, the Democratic base now is. Like the uh, the binge watchers, it's this, mm-hmm. it's the Subaru moms. It is people with like lots of m- time to spend caring about politics, right? Money to spend on it. So There's every Democrat, polar- just- yeah, the, the, this yeah. polarization now, uh, the 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 the, I guess income, but really education as like shadow of income yeah, distribution yeah. polarization here. Break it apart like racial polarization to be like if you're of a certain income in a certain uh, suburban area. And you went to college, you're probably going to become it is probably going to be socially anathema to be a Republican. No, totally. And those people are donating to candidates. And so they are all in their bag. Like every Democrat who's in any kind of tough race, which wasn't the case in 2020, 2010, half of them were like, give up. Like, where's <laughs> the candidate for Senate in Ohio? The alarm is ringing. They're it was throwing it up so bad in 2010. Like the Democrat nominee for Senate in Ohio literally just gave up for the election and just <laughs> and just said he just gave his money to the state party. It was like. 
You and then that happened again in 2014, where the candidate for governor gave up and said, "I can't win." The state party take my money to run some state state senate camps or whatever. And now, like Tim Ryan is just is like dunking on JD Vance every single day. Mm-hmm. That's that's like new because that's who are the voters? Right. Who, are, who are the donors? Who are these voters? They're hi- they're watching MSNBC. Glute, like their eyeballs are, are taped open, like Alex. Uh, they're the, getting weird, is what yeah, they're doing. They're getting, they're staying weird. They're but staying the weird. Is, they're staying is thirsty. We're, we're, and they're we're, just like oh, Austin, we're keeping the no, demo- Democratic electorate. Yeah. There is no class-based political project to catch weirdos. Yeah, and that is the that is that's our doom. If there is any one thing, it's that. Is so that's the thing. Everyone used they to go. be part of it, and yeah. it, it used to be a, a real structure uh, to like uh, collate and and channel weirdness, and it's it has fallen apart. Uh, so I got yeah. a few hit, uh, like news hits in here uh, to kind of. But they all basically reinforce what you guys are saying is like it seems pre- it seems pretty obvious that it's going to be a Republican flip. It's just going to be big, kind of big. embarrassing. I would say one. maybe a bigger than saying over. 20. I'd say maybe 35. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I don't know if we we flagged any specific house races. I do want to talk about that fucking Polak. Dumbass from Ohio. Yes, we'll get to oh, him when we're in the Ohio okay, segment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll get to I'll just say, like, there, there the are a few, few headwinds that support this. Uh, some of the, the special elections over the summer uh, in New York, uh, Pat Ryan overperformed for a win against Republican Mark Molinaro in, in New York mm-hmm. 19th. Uh, and similarly in New York's 23rd, Max Delapia. Uh, overperformed, though still low, lost against uh, Joe Simpolinski. Yeah. Just, you know, a few things like that were like things that should have been easy Republican grabs were fought yeah. for and won or brought to a standstill. Yeah, and I was in New York uh, for for the Pat Ryan race, and that was one where the Republican message was, don't worry about abortion, not going to change, it's New York, don't sweat it, and they lost. Because people yeah. were like, no, nah, I'm sweating it, I'm worried. Yes. I just I just talked on TV, Whoopi Goldberg told me she's worried. And the, and the same thing in Kansas, that ballot measure to strip uh, reproductive rights. Yeah, yeah that, was t- a, that was almost 20 blowout. points yeah. Yeah. in, you know, in classically what's the matter with Kansas. So, yeah. you know. Well, you know, and it's, why is that? Because the, the, the counties in Kansas where anyone lives are these suburban can- counties that are, out, uh, that are uh, like in the, the few cities they do have. And then yeah. around the Kansas City, the Kansas City, Kansas side yeah uh what what is it uh, the stuff that got nuked in the day after like lawrence and kansas <laughs> yeah. city that stuff is where everybody lives because they haven't been nuked yet that was johnson county that's johnson, it. johnson county, county yeah. yeah mary uh patola won hey. her yeah. lot, lot of, she's not lot actually of, italian she's no, uh, she's a uh, native yeah <laughs> she's like the first alaska native first alaska. Uh, oh, yeah. ever, ever I, I, did, I assume that she was italian she's which better, is, i hope she yeah. didn't uh, get unpacked she won alaska's gonna keep that seat alaska's at large seat uh which you know you could argue was due to uh sarah palin Coming they up and throwing the, a wrench in the, the system and the, the have, rank the choice. Run, rank choice they, they have? have rank choice. They have rank choice. I actually asked I asked Ted Cruz about that race <laughs> when I was in New Hampshire because I asked him, hey, you guys had like pretty good thing going and then there's two special elections you lost. What is your interpretation? And he blamed the voting system. He blamed yeah. his race. Like, isn't it interesting? <laughs> you have an election where Republicans win 60% of the vote and the seat goes to a Democrat. Now that doesn't sound. He just would yeah. say like it was it was rigged. Folks was like his his answer. Not that they changed it. Not that they screwed anything up. Yeah. Not they're unpopular. Not that Sarah Palin is incredibly popular. Yeah. It was eh, they cheated, folks. And they also, I mean, the Kansas thing. There was an effort to recount Kansas after that loss by eighteen points. Yeah, <laughs> like that. They're still in that well, mindset. No. Like the TV man told me that we're gonna win, oh, no, but we didn't win, so to, it was rigged. They're never yeah. going to concede another election. I, yeah. I think it's we gonna should, be interesting should, to watch. Still, not everyone's that mindset. But like, that mindset's a lot. Increasingly, of yeah, yeah. Like if you concede an election, you are basically saying I'm never gonna run again. Because if you concede, then how are you supposed to like uh, prove your bona fides in a, in a uh, primary against people who are willing to denounce the government wholesale? If you're willing to accept that they beat you fair and square, yeah, yeah, then no. you're a loser. Get out of the way. Mm-hmm. 
uh, we should put a pin in this to talk a little bit yeah. about the future of uh, accepting elections in at the so, end yeah. of this. Uh, one other just house thing I would like to flag. Uh, in South Texas, uh, majority Latino district, Republican uh, Myra Flores was able to beat her Democratic rival by nearly 10 points in a district Biden took by 4.2 points. And Hillary won in 2016 by almost 22 points in a special election over the summer, uh, which is just, uh, I flag to uh, point out the increasing Republican advantages in uh, Latino districts. Yeah, what's mm-hmm. happening with, 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 with Latinos is that they are depolarizing folks racially. They no longer are being, see, being themselves, seeing themselves as race, which, which, racially coded, which, by the way, is anything that like a, a field sister's uh, aficionado, anybody who understood race as a social construct and as like mm-hmm. an element of, of a, a political economy would have told you, yeah, no, you can't, like uh, the Rui Tejera idiots who always talked about the emerging democratic majority premised on demographics changing. Yeah. Uh, th- I'm sorry, like the entire great replacement theory is faulty because race is not fixed. And when things change, groups can become inscripted into whiteness, which is what is happening with Latinos. And by that, I don't mean they're becoming racist. I mean that they're exam- they're viewing American politics through the same uh, re- instinctive cultural matrix that white people do, basically. Yeah. Like they they're responding to the the culture war signifiers that we're all being engaged with, in with the same sort of instinctive alignment that white people do. That's yeah. it. For Latino voters, that was a lot of the first voters who got the uh, the gender panic messaging were Latino yeah. voters in Florida because it worked in South. It worked in other uh, Hispanic countries. In Brazil, it was like, hey, yes. text messages going to people, watch out if uh, if not Lula in that election, Haddad. If Haddad wins, they're going to tell your children that yeah, they're, yeah, they're not the wrong gender. Yeah, yeah, was all about that shit, yeah. And, and, that, and that has been, uh, it's it's in like the, because the, like that part of the, the country is super conservative. I remember like the thing I was struck by first when I went to like South Texas is they the, the word they use to describe not they, but like you know, you talk to the average person during conversation, they'll talk about illegals. Mm-hmm. Like white people don't talk about illegals anymore. They haven't like yeah, liberals, it, God no. Yes, but like you're you got your conservative Hispanics. They have like pictures of JFK on the wall. They say <laughs> illegals. They don't want them. They like they don't want them here. They're very patriotic. They fly. There's flying flags. Mm-hmm. And it, they there. I saw blue, not just blue lives matter, but the border patrol version of the blue lives matter flag, which is like the green stripe flag. I mean, it is like not a liberal part of the country. Right. They just really hated Republicans uh, after George Bush, and they're kind of coming back in that part of the country. The problem with for Republicans is like, but then that's not like Chicago Latinos. That's not yeah. like uh, you know <laughs> California Latinos. That's the like a place re- where they've the been there for two hundred years, and they've always been kind of conservative Catholics. The problem with that analysis was always the idea that there can ever be uh, that, that there's more than one that, that there's more than two races in America, like. Like mm-hmm. black is the only real race in this country. Like the, the, it is the inscribed category that everything else is defined against. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. And people thought, well, no, all of these new minorities, Asians, Latinos, they're because they're minorities and because they've experienced discrimination. Well, they're going to eventually be brought down into that group. Well, some of them will if they're economically immiserated, mm-hmm. but this is America. People get sorted in both directions. And if you get sorted towards like middle-class security of any kind, all of a sudden, that mark it goes away because it has to be reinforced structurally. Yeah, which it is not. What reinforces structurally is class relationship. And the liberal response has been to the, the the whole race class narrative, which is you got to get in there, go knock on the door, and say, "Hey, they're trying to divide you. You're in the same struggle with me, brother." And they're they're white saying this. Uh, we're in the same struggle as me. Same struggle as black folks with an X. Same struggle as uh you know Native American folks with an X, and that just hasn't been like selling with a lot. Well, that's of people. because yeah. there's no actual thing they're going to do with that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's all get together to what? 
<laughs> the answer is death. rank your narratives about yeah. who is more sympathetic and therefore more worthy of like public uh, sympathy and like a spectacular uh, 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 like media landscape of apology to you. Mm-hmm. That's what we're fighting over is to control the fucking channel changer. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we move on, anything else that you'd like to flag about the house? And I do have a few key house races, uh, especially that Ohio one, because I want to talk about Let's go to the, the specific race, because that's, that's where this gets fun, where on paper you look at it and like, oh, the Republicans should win that. You look at their candidate and go, oh, no. Oh, what happened? Yeah, so that, that's the yeah, turf like, we're adding to do. You've ever looked at any of the mutants who got washed ashore in the, in the Re- Republican Revolution of 1994? Like all the local like car dealership owners and like what TV weathermen, yeah, who just like were up jumped into like the fucking House uh, uh, Foreign uh, Relations Committee. It's just now they literally like were on disability and posting on a Q forum. That's the <laughs> only difference. But they're equally unsuited to the task. Well, then let's move on to the Senate because these are the fun races. Ideally, to keep the Senate, the Dems would need to keep Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, and flip. Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Ohio. Now, I'm just going to give what I can read from uh, looking at a few polls, but we'll see what you guys think. Uh, Starting from the top line, it looks like Democrat wins seem possible in Arizona and Pennsylvania. Republican wins seem possible in Ohio, looking at the nearest polls, and it's tough call in Georgia, Nevada, Wisconsin. Now, anything general to say about the Senate before I get into these... uh, individual races i think you got it there republicans are also spending some money uh to defend florida and north carolina which again like if this was a landslide our year they'd be off the map already but they're not and they're also they keep trying to make new hampshire and washington colorado happen like like they're gonna break any day now it's not a good year those are the kind of races where they won't admit it but like once Dobbs happened, those started to fall off the board. Like Washington State's, it's like this is not the year where they're going to vote for, well, for Republican. But but that's uh, the rest of them where the money's going. And part of it though is because they're so panicky about Pennsylvania and and, uh, and mm-hmm. Ohio. Yeah. Well, let's uh, start then with a uh, a kind of easy one that we can breeze through because you actually specifically wrote on this the New Hampshire uh, that's right uh, Senate. Now at this point, it's looking pretty much like the Republican candidate Don Bolduc. Is Bol- that yeah Bolduc. Bolduc is uh, going to be pretty washed. The, uh, the the latest polls I saw have uh, the Democrat uh, Maggie Hassan enjoying a uh, plus eleven or plus thirteen leads over him. Uh, it's looking pretty solid. But do you want to run down Bolduc's whole deal? Yeah. So Bolduc is the kind of guy who wins primaries these days. Who is a retired brigadier general, like war story after war story, like still bu- still built in the way that like like the Jack Lane kind of yeah. built, where you're like a middle aged man, but you're super muscular, real square. Yeah, yeah. Or like the old Zyogenic ads where yeah. there was like a, a guy who looked like Bernie Sanders, but was like really. Everyone, oh God, very disturbing. These, right. Everyone yeah, read magazines when you're in the draw- 90s. drawing like yeah. a uh, caricature yeah. of them. It is like a plank, and then the yeah. head is like three quarters of the way hung yeah. down between the shoulders. Yeah, but like a really a really this. Like central casting, Georgie Scott would, the would turn down an Oscar central plan casting kind of more handsome, yeah, yeah. yes. Oh, and but he couldn't get the Trump endorsement for that reason. He beat this very colorless but like good enough state senate president, this guy Chuck Morse. Uh, and he beat him. It was super close. The whole Republican establishment was like, "Well, not both b- because he's he's a loose cannon. He's had different answers on like, for example, was the election stolen? <laughs> yes, he signed like. There's a great letter in 2021 that's like t- 100 retired generals. All of whom are like the guys who go on Fox News to say that like uh, it's Ukraine's fault for uh, for looking so pretty. Uh, like the, those those guys <laughs> who signed a letter, uh, uh, all, all saying we're we're about to have communism under Brandon. Also, the election was stolen. Mm-hmm. He signed that. He said, "You damn right, I signed." He didn't say "damn." He said, "He said you're right. I'm signed it." He kind of flip flopped to see in the interview. He flip flopped back. Um, 
on a, like, basically he's never been a politician before, but he's really right wing. So he's not like full Michael Flynn. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't have all those views, but he kind of defaults to the super right wing view all the time. And they wanted just somebody to be like, hey, folks, we can be, we can do better, can't we, than uh, than Maggie Hassan? Who's just like, you, you never hear about Maggie Hassan. She has always won her elections really close. She's kind of low key. Uh, but she's raised like $30 million. That's what year it is. And that's the thing that really panic Republicans is like Bullock wins, gets out of the primary with like $200,000. She's got millions. Okay. And so they're trying to float her to say, look, their theory is she's mediocre. He's flawed. Dang. Okay. Let's just let's just put money behind it. But they've got a lot of races like that where they have to deal with a candidate they can't control who is much more reflective of the base than like what they would want. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy they wanted was just like a get along, go along, New Hampshire business guy. No, no that's not what the base wants. Get out of here, yeah. dork. That is not what the base wants. Base Nerds out of here. Jared Majewski. Uh, oh, Donikowski, that dumbass. Oh, who? Which one? Rajewski, the Ohio Polak. We'll get to it. Oh, yeah, we'll get to it. I've got a segment on him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's why I started with that. It looks like that one is going to uh, go go to the dem. Yeah, uh, but not you know, like that, by a landslide, but it got way harder work for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, th- but that guy is interesting as representative of the kind of guy who becomes a Senate candidate. Now. There's no more landslides, by the way. I think that's over with. Uh, like in any meaningfully non-gerrymandered district. Like if you're talking about like mean average bellwether districts and state races, I think from now on it's going to be like within a ten point swing. In any way, how are you going to? How can you polarize this fucking thing? You can't like it, it, like, is, with, it is within a few points of whatever the, towards zero. Yeah. Whatever the presidential vote was within a few points of that, where it used to be like Reagan carries the district, but like Dix, uh, Dixie crap McG- McGillicuddy won it by 40 points like that yeah. used to happen. Never going to happen again. Yeah. Well, let's move on. Let's move on to a fun one. Arizona. We've got astronaut Mark Kelly versus former blogger he was literally <laughs> he's a masters he was he was the Not guy that peter blogging, teal dude. well we're all posted he, here you know who yeah. he is he is peter teal's alan covert <laughs> does anyone know alan covert he's one of this cottier of talentless dipshits that like roomed with sandler when he went to nyu and have been in every movie with him him and peter dante and uh there's another guy his name i don't remember uh, and they are in all of his movies. They have no talent. They've never been in anything else, and they like have literally been floating in his like detritus for the past forty well, years. And I all, think it's of course they're all super reactionary, like get a job, re- yeah. Republicans. He's the well, most he's the most red pilled Senate candidate. Like this guy yeah. has never had a real job. He just hung out with Peter Thiel, and it just minted money. I mean, he just as he took notes on. I think he took notes on Peter Thiel's class at Stanford and blogged it. And Peter Thiel he kissed said, his ass. He's a court intellectual. Yeah. He's a court here. He's a fucking. Co- I mean, they want to bring back the fucking aristocracy. That's their whole deal, I guess. So I guess it makes sense. Yeah, they all read Hoppy. They've read Nick Land they, on a record of being yeah. a courtier. He is mm. running. For he should have a, a little fluffy. Co- he should dress like a guy in the court of Louis the Fourteenth. He, he should come out with the fucking hose mm. and the and the powdered wig. Uh, he is running for not as much a Senate seat as a sinecure. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, as of today, we've got uh, polling has Kelly up. Uh, you know, Real Clear has him up by three point three. Trafalgar group up up two uh Fogger fake polar i gotta say uh emerson plus two it's like looking pretty good for mark kelly uh here a few recent hits on masters uh he got a new story out about writing about how great the monarchy was that's in, the new, it's epic yeah, yeah. epic in, uh, before these other guys did before uh mention he was on, yeah was, he was, was on that tip it. early he was, he was no, on this early is the whole like I, I remember i think it was cory uh peen or something he wrote an article for baffler like 2020 13 yeah about neo-reactionaries when it was like guys like mark asimov who don't even exist anymore Mm -hmm. and it was like that is now it 
at the time it was just a cultural thing in the internet and it has materialized into a real poll of like culture because one rich guy decided it was good, which is what this level of like ultra capitalism produces is these individual uh, fortunes that are able to, to exercise independent influence on our like structures of social being in a way that's never been possible before. Yeah, and and the fact that they can do it means that they should rule. Of like, course. Yeah, it's this Mr. Show. Who's going to stop it's, me? And it's like they're right. It's was it Worth Magazine, Mr. Show? More money equals better than. That's right, Bob. Listen to your friend. A person who makes more money than you is better than you, and therefore beyond criticism. Yeah, it's like that's <laughs> what they're proposing, and it's yeah. like if they win, it's like well, fair enough. I guess you mm-hmm. wanted it more. Have you, have you paid any attention enough to the race, other than just his general off-puttingness? Has that kind of uh, Value hey, the, your 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 Senate candidate here seems to be a bit of a monarchist? Is that playing in a uh, you know rural tempe? Is it or playing in Flagstaff? Yeah. Well, I mean, keep in mind the whole is Ar- it playing in Breaking Bad? The Arizona Wait, the, the Arizona ticket is like the it's like the, the grindhouse feature of like red pilled candidates because yeah. it's got it's got Kerry Lake it's got Mark Fincham like everyone running for every office is is the election was stolen like the way that Peter Thiel helped buy the nomination for for Masters was that they had the Attorney General running like like replacement level Republican candidate Attorney General but the Attorney General did not manage to flip the seat flip the state illegally for Donald Trump it's true he didn't he signed off on that yeah. so they scared the governor out of running by saying you didn't. You could have taken your pen and gone like X or something. I don't know what he could have done. You could have you could have overturned the election. He didn't. So so Teal had all these ads, not about what Masters believed or what he did with his life. They were just like he's the only candidate who's gonna who's willing to say the twenty twenty was stolen. And that was his primary campaign. He turns around, it's like hey, everybody like me now, and I was like, who are you? <laughs> You're like this like skinny guy who talked about wanting a king. Like why why do you want to be a senator? <laughs> and that's been his issue. Just really. a quick update yeah. because you mentioned him, Mark Fincham. One of the things that he got dinged for along, just very similar to this monarchism thing, he kept a uh, treason watch list on Pinterest. Remember Pinterest? Yeah. That included, you know, just like, here's my Pinterest page. Treason watch list. Pinned photo. Barack Obama. (laughs) I mean, is he wrong? (laughs) Well, back to Masters. So the big thing going on with Masters, we've been talking about him as uh, Teal's uh, Teal's little buddy, little courtier. The the thing that has emerged in the last month or so has been a um a palace intrigue, a battle behind the scenes Indeed. between Peter a Thiel, a deep state coup, if you will, <laughs> uh, Peter Thiel and uh, McConnell about how these races of his picked candidates, and we'll get to this more with Vance, how Thiel's picked the candidates are getting funded because he pushed them both through the primaries, Vance and uh, Masters. They got to the general and start flopping like fish on the deck, and so it's been a behind the scenes battle between McConnell and Thiel about who is who's front in the bill. Who's signing the checks? Who's paying for these guys? Uh, and this is from Vanity Fair. During more recent conversations about the Arizona race, McConnell alleged that the Ohio race has proven to be more costly than the SLF had planned. The Super PAC that has already poured more than $26.7 million into the race, according to data from Anti-Ad uh, Impact, cited by CBS. And he needed Till to, quote, come in in a big way in Arizona. Uh, Teal uh, refused to do that, but said, he, hey, I'll throw some fundraisers. I'll throw some parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you have any insight on that, on on the McConnell-Teal split? Yeah, date? but the whole McConnell has been in a flop era ever since <laughs> ever since the end of 2020. You know, he's, he's been flopping. He's, he's, yeah. he's choking. I mean, it's pretty clear that since 20, 2020, McConnell has been actively seeking the defeat of the Republican Party. Yeah. At the national level. But not fully. He won't go all the way oh, in. Oh, of course. But I mean, like, yeah. that, like in the Richelieuian sense... Like his behind, like his public posture, obviously, and his party machinations are always driving to the hoop. Yeah. But behind the scenes, his preference is in seeing that that Republicans lose. He 
basically conspired with Nancy Pelosi to avoid a, le- a check going out before Election Day mm-hmm. to, to to hamstring Trump in 2020. I, that's what happened. I'm sorry, folks. Yeah, he's trying. Your your theory here is he's basically trying to burn the infection off. Exactly, because he does represent this party the as Trump a structure. Yes. Like, here's the thing: the Trump appeal will always be that you can point to them and say they are a deep state parasite trying to intercede between you and democracy, and they will be right. It is that. That is what the Republican Party is. That's what the Democratic Party is. Oh, no. This is why they couldn't. He was trying to convince all these governors to run for Senate. And he's like, well, here's the deal. You you get to be a senator. You get to vote for judges. What else? do you, That's that's it. No, just get there. It's, just it's get there and vote for judges. 20 hours a day on the and, phone with, you know, the same used car salesman trying to gin up another $100,000. But this is why the space dollars. opens up yeah. for, like, any other, like, ambitious conservative like Peter Thiel. It's like, what if the party instead was, Yeah, what like, if somebody tried what to if, win? What if we did Hungary? What or if, if somebody if, tried if, to if actually win the fucking thing? Yeah, what if what if we had, like, a family formation party and, like, if we're all nationalists? What if we called Johnson Chait names? Is there a thing yeah, they, see, like, the thing go, is, is that yeah. there's a reason they don't do that, because it's stupid. It's a stupid idea. It's a dumb idea that won't work. It'll waste a lot of people's time and money, and it'll be something a lot of people talk about and give themselves meaning through engaging with, but at the end of the day, it's going to be a dumbass throwing his money away, just like Pete Peterson and every one of these chumps who goes to Washington to change the world and just gets bilked by the fucking swamp creatures like everybody else because it's their native terrain. They know the fucking thing. You will always get fucked by them. Peter Thiel, these Dunning-Kruger all-star dumbasses... Yeah. They, they can go into walk into the lion's den and fucking dictate terms. You will always hey, guess what? The people who are telling you you're going to live forever in a computer, they're lying to you, idiot. But you don't know any better, and they're lying to you in Washington, and you don't fucking know any better. They're going to take your money, and they're going to let these guys dangle on the fucking vine. And the fact that he won't kick in more money is just proof of how stupid these fucking guys are. How their short-term Silicon Valley lean-ass fucking thinking cuts their throat. You buy the party by fucking putting money into those elections, you dumbasses. It doesn't go into the results. It goes into the network of people who get paid from all of this spending. Yeah. You buy their loyalty like a guy trying to be Roman emperor. You love that shit, right? You love epic-based Rome. Well, they knew to pay off the Praetorian Guard, you dumbass. <laughs> and they want to save a few fucking dollars. And they want to own McConnell in the fucking blogs or whatever the fuck. They want They want to get a fucking WordPress. <laughs> From fucking Curtis Yarvin talking about how based he is. Meanwhile, they don't build any actual party power, and they just continue to get bilked mm-hmm. and sucked like fucking ticks. Dave, any comment? Well, I mean, it's clear that from where the money's going that they're like, well, let's elect everybody in Arizona and maybe this guy who, uh, well, what about Nevada? Like, they're just much more interested in getting uh, Adam Laxalt elected in Nevada because he's just going to be a normal Republican. They want to have a normal Republican there. There was even, like, in 20, 2008, where, like, the only chance Democrats had to take the set to like do anything was get 60 Senate seats. There were Democrats who were like, I don't know if I want to give to Al Franken. He'll be weird. He'll be weird in the Senate. He'll make bad news. Like there is that mindset of like, cause all McConnell needs is 51 senators. Yes. Uh, I don't think he would want, he wants these guys to lose it. He resents that he's saddled with the candidates. He wanted a normal attorney general. He wanted, he wants I to be guess, able to Josh call Mandela the plays. Yeah. He wanted at the guys, end of the day, this is yeah. the, like the Peter Thiel thesis is let the fucking rubes drive the ship. That is the argument. That's the appeal there. Is like open up all of the gut, open up all of the uh, the 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 floodgates, remove the restrictor plates, and just let this baby run. Mm-hmm. And guys like McConnell and John Roberts, for that matter, have an institutional loyalty that says no. There's a government that needs to exist. Mm-hmm. These guys are beyond that in their minds, so they don't take that into consideration. 
Yeah. And well, so all they end up doing is destroying the very structures that sustain their fucking wealth in the first place. Yeah, Democratic donors don't do this. No. Like, they'll fund a bunch of stuff that doesn't help anybody, but they don't say, like, you know who should be the nominee for Senate in this swing state? Uh, this guy from our think tank who wrote, like, a really good PDF. Like, we want you to... Be, <laughs> well, here's $40 million. They, Please make him a senator. They are just as adhered to those institutions as the politi- politicians are. Mm-hmm. They are conscious. They have been made conscious of their vulnerability within the web of commerce in a way that the these rubes and fucking autists aren't. Masters wins. Masters loses. Masters loses. This loses. I'm, I'm I think bullish. It, uh, I'm bearish on the Dems, but Masters will lose. I think, yeah, Kerry Lake wins, and I think he narrowly loses. This is where it's going. Less and less. Uh, everything Everything I say, like, uh, put, the, like, the Mr. Black Simpsons voice, unless there's an economic crap. Like, <laughs> that is the Dow crap that's, that's in That's the sort of Brandon Cleese hanging over this entire enterprise. <laughs> and honestly, it renders all of our prognostications more futile than usual. Yeah, come on. Mark Kelly's an astronaut. He's a bald like, king. I think you look at that that ticket and he's like, he's been to space. I think Let that was the, the funniest when, when Peter Thiel yeah, tried to own him. shot in the head. <laughs> Peter Thiel tried to by own him. By a guy him. who was driven insane by Sudoku. Oh <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, he's like a guy who got like schizophrenic over like numerical uh, numerology and the symbols and shit. Peter Thiel tried to own him. He basically got, uh, saying, he went to killer because of time cube. <laughs> by, by saying, I mean, look, it is true that monkeys have been up in spaceships that they before Americans. So, before it, it, humans There's a were, dog in space. But he compared like, one in the being Senate? an astronaut to being like a glorified like you know monkey, which would be interesting if if like Blake Masters had an interesting job. Yes, like well, that's just thing. been a poster. This, this is how this is how this is how curdled this entire enterprise yeah. is. Is that they want to imagine that like they're res- resurrecting the ancient nobility of like of yeah. of action. Yeah. Well, okay. In your cosmology, the guy who's strapped to a rocket and went to space. Is less uh, less embodying of heroic virtues than somebody who posted correctly. Yeah, that's that is your model of, of virtue in this new world you're going to create. Guess what? That is just the computer, dumbass. Mm. That's the computer talking for you. It took over. You're not even you're not a playable character anymore. I think I've mentioned this on the fo- on the show before, but the astronaut to senator pipeline is always oh it, yeah, is John still Lund. is also of, still very the, funny to the, be uh, not very compatible skills, but you know whatever. One of the only jobs anyone respects anymore. You see yeah, the yeah. face of God. Yes. John Glenn was one of the. Uh, Keating Five from Keating's hometown state of Ohio. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping for a all astronaut and let's say let's throw his brother's deep, an astronaut. He can run against explorer, explorers as his well. His brother's his oh, twin brother is an those. astronaut. Yeah. Like Senator Scott James Kelly. Cameron. Yes, Jim, yeah. James Cameron. I would James vote Cameron, for Senator. He Senate. should be God Emperor. Yes. <laughs> but, but Mark Kelly has a brother, Scott Kelly, twin brother. Also a fucking astronaut. Let's get he him. He should run him. against cinema. He ran, he was in space even longer. He's yeah. the one who like got his bones in space. are essentially liquid. Yeah, they're, they're like they're like uh, they're like uh, you know those uh, the frozen uh, popsicle sticks? popsicle yeah, yeah. things yeah. like inside the sleeve. That's what his bones are like. They're All right, well let's move on. There. He came back looking like Harry Dean Stanton, an yeah. alien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on, Pennsylvania. All right, uh, obviously the key race here, Senate. We could talk about. Um, Governor for a second. That's, Holy uh, shit! Josh Shapiro versus uh, Doug Mastriano. Mm-hmm. Uh, polls broadly have uh, Josh Shapiro up. Doug, Doug Mastriano is a real, uh, to put it gently, piece of work. I gotta uh, say, this is—I don't want to be smug because it is the end of the republic we're talking about. But hey, we take our wins where we can get them. I definitely call this shit. Like when QAnon first budded from the earth, I said this will take over the Republican Party. Yeah. We will be anathema to get into office without agreeing to its principles. And this is the governor of fucking Pennsylvania. The, the 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 weak and rotten tissue is getting eaten away here would, very quickly. Would Dave, would you put Doug Mastriano uh, in that same category of bulldog as like I keep saying it like bulldog, Bull, bulldog as like this is the kind of guy who wins primaries. He is, and much more so than bulldog. And also hilariously, his legend began because 
He was the guy who would have overturned the 2020 election. He went down to Washington to stop it. But he also voted for the absentee ballot reform, which they claim <laughs> is re- they stole elections. You had the dumbest primary where everyone in the race who was less right wing than him was just n- trying to own him for uh, having voted for absentee ballots in the first place. Everyone just racing to the bottom and then getting destroyed. Like mm-hmm. he ends up winning very easily with like help from Shapiro because he is the guy everyone in the base is like, no, he means it. Like when he says that Trump won, he he means it. Like this guy just showed up like five seconds ago and says that Trump. <laughs> this guy was like posting and going on OAN, yes, yes. and he was demanding that like he was Fox at all their all early back. shows. Yeah, he was he there, was, you know, selling merch and uh, you know when they were still torn out of the van. Yeah, yeah he had yeah. he had the he had on bootleg the first time uh, Trump ever talked about kissing all of the guy, beautiful the men in the audience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so and, I don't want to. Sp- and he yeah, should yeah. be like because that's the state. The crazy thing there is that we talked about the trans politicking. That is the state where you got uh, the the University of Pennsylvania swimmer. Yes. Oh, yeah. who, like is a household name in like Kansas. They have ads attacking her in Kansas, and this guy can't land that because he hasn't has any any money. He's just he's managing to he's managing to run as like the the, the fundamentalist Christian you know Christian candidate, but not hitting the one that they think is popular. It's a very strange like uh, messed up campaign. So I don't want to spend too much on this. Uh, Shapiro wins. Yeah, yeah. The Shapiro a bridge too far, but like this yeah. is this ratchet only turns one way. So it's like <laughs> it's not like the, the fever has uh, Barack Obama and Joe Brandon have both insisted. Will break. It's not going to break, folks. It's not yeah. a fever. It's just how things are. Okay. Let me, uh, like, was this mansion wins in 2018? They're yeah. not like, well, that's the end of MAGA. Like, this is you can you can get a couple people over the board through the bad candidate. All right, let's move on to the uh, top of the bill. John Fetterman versus Mehmet Oz, Doctor Oz. Uh, most recent polling has Fetterman with a comfortable, though not hugely significant, re- uh, lead. I'm seeing up four, up five, uh, up two, depending on the on the polls. More recently in this race, Oz has been getting, uh, they've been fighting a, a, a war of memes, basically, throughout this. And they're meme both, war! And they're both equally dog shit. It was a meme war that Fetterman was winning because he was hitting normies right in their guts. Yes. He was, he, was, he was doing the thing that no Democrat had been able to do because you either had the too cool for the normie left online going mm-hmm. beyond their conception level or just even too stagnant, too, too uh, earlier generation. You couldn't hit him in the middle. This was a meme thing right in the people's thorax. They loved it. Now, Dr. Oz, this TV oaf, very funny guy. You can make fun of. Fetterman, big dude, looks good. But then he had a freaking stroke, folks. That's, uh, that's what I would call a classic bungle, a gaffe, if you will. Having a stroke basically the day you win the primary. Yeah. Uh, it's like now you don't all do bets that. are off. I mean, like the structure of this race showed a comfortable Fetterman win. He is a guy who actually does threatened to break through from the Democrat, the cultural polarization around the Democratic Party, mm-hmm. which is the only way that the Democrats can win is if they can break out of that ghetto. And Fetterman is a guy who who could embody that uh, direction. But here he goes. His head, his giant head is now weak. And now, yeah. I don't know, he could, he's having trouble. He's struggling to speak at rallies. Yes. It's, a, it's definitely now, it's a toss-up. It took them forever, the Oz team, forever to just do what Republicans do with Biden all the time, which is Biden will give like a 20-minute speech and then in the, in, in the middle, he'll he'll say, uh, and folks, I wear a dress or whatever, whatever he says. <laughs> yeah. um, and then they'll clip that. And the RNC will have a video that both like the 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 kind of horseshoe left and the right are all retweeting like he's got to go. This is this is this. I can't believe this is real. He's lost it. And it took them forever to do that with Federer because Federer has given a couple speeches where he'll like eat words in the middle of it. And they'll say, oh, this is it. Can you want this brain representing you? Uh, they finally got mean. But also uh, that stuff is for. It, it's hurt him less with like with anyone than the media because the media when you when you have a candidate who's not accessible and they're not answering all the health questions, ooh, mm-hmm. that's when everybody perks up. This is uh this is not you know the JFK hiding his medical records. We need we need those records. So you've got like uh 
editorial boards around the country with John Fetterman must debate a bunch and of nerds, yeah. a bunch of nerds demanding tomorrow's homework today. But, but what the Republican, <laughs> when they're spending money on, is actually Fetterman. If you're a lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania, you're on the parole board. And, oh right, he let out the murderer, oh, and yes. he will, and he as which was like the hot thing to do, even for Republicans until 2020, was uh, include Donald Trump was. I I will listen to their case and no one else will listen to this person. But there's, you know, there's somebody who is, you know, he made a mistake 40 years ago, let him out of prison. He was doing that. So all their paid advertising is basically just like hitting the Willie Horton button. Yes. Again, again, like here's a guy. He like what he did. Crimes. Uh, And then like uh, crimes. And John Fetterman, who, who, you know, blends in pretty good in an ad about scary people. Mm -hmm. Not in a negative way. (laughs) Fetterman, the first person to admit this. The fact that he looks Looks like he, he could kill you. Uh, is part of his appeal. Part That's of his why appeal. he doesn't scan as yeah. a phony Democrat to yes. people. Yeah. But They're the, able to hear him say a thing like, let's legalize marijuana, and be like, oh, we might legalize marijuana. Not like, like in a tough wah, way. Wah, 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 which yeah. is all you hear when some fucking Connor Lamb ass stuffed shirt shows up. Shovel some more horse shit in your face. Yeah, and that's been their thing. Is like this guy is going to let all the crooks out, and they'll they'll all kill you. Which is kind of a more uh, uh, usable in every. You can use that anywhere. It's what they're doing in Wisconsin. They're doing it in Florida. Doing it everywhere. You know, if crime happened because a Democrat did it. Yes, gotta uh, say yeah. the, the most grotesque part of that uh, campaign for me from Oz has been that he's condemned the campaign for hiring these two guys who were who spent I, I think twenty years in jail. Yeah, and uh, on a, for a murder that they did not commit. Like they. Provenly did not like yes. they yeah. were before they no they didn't they didn't do it I mean it was never even alleged that they did it they literally like drove a car for a guy who was later convicted of a murder and they spent twenty fucking years in prison and they get out and they get hired by Fetterman and fucking Oz is like a demand to fire these criminals like God damn that's that's like can I do one more well, these people really though. are scumbags I mean, you thing. forget about it they're he, clowns but they're also just real pieces can I of shit. can I give one real quick. Uh, negative Oz piece that I found that was uh, pretty stomach churning to me. Do you know Do you know about the dogs, the puppies, Dave? Oh, no, well, oh God, with that a lead like that, that, please that tell me, good, but I don't know that about that. Apparently, going to say Fetterman is that Oz is just a weirdo. Uh, when yeah. Apparently when Oz was uh, cutting his teeth in the Columbia uh, University Health Research Department, he uh, trigger warning animal violence, not personally, but led and conducted uh, a study that involved, according to one complainant, a litter full of conscious puppies being placed in a plastic bag and killed with an intercardiac. Uh. According to the complaint, the puppies cried out as they received the IC injection because it is, of course, very painful Ooh. and should not be done without first anesthetizing the uh. animals. Uh, tri- I should put a here clean uh, trigger warning. Trigger warning. Animal too violence. late. It's too late. I oh, thought Democrats better. respected science. Yes, and yet here they are. It or something. Yes, uh. but here's but uh, apparently Oz was in charge in charge of that study. Uh, real real creep. This Oz guy. That's the thing is that like Trump, he won because Trump not uh, endorsed him, which was not what the mainstream of the Republican Party in in Pennsylvania wanted. Uh, they wanted McClintock, whatever the fuck his name was. McCormick. Uh, Close, uh, and then, cares? like, the, the base the base wanted that crazy lady, whatever her name is. Kathy Barnett. Yeah, and, like, he came in and, like, took the one segment of people who just like Trump because he's Trump and had no real deeper commitment to that mm. and said, I like this guy, and that was enough to split the race and win, and win that thing. Uh, but, like, it's be- he did that because he recognized in Oz him and that, like, oh, this is a celebrity trying to run for office. And then he just thought, like, well, I'm a celebrity running for office. And I did well, so therefore it works. They are the most the thing demographically is similar people true, on the ticket but, yeah. in a while. But Trump is this like guy who is singularly charismatic in a specific way, whereas oh, this is kind of a weirdo. He's kind of a creepy guy. 
the fact that he was like ever a TV guy kind of blows my mind. He, he, it's like he has this unctuous quality that I think is like reassuring on like medical questions, but that reads as like kind of creepy and uh, and uh, uh, insincere as opposed to Trump, who is like just this uh, so fake he has to be real. Yes. Thing. You Whereas, like, they, Oz is hiding something. And just not being from Pennsylvania. Sometimes people yeah, don't that care doesn't that much, help. Yeah. But not being from there, well, having spent, like, crucial years there, where if you, it's one of those answers, like, sometimes he'll give, like, a, enough time for, for a two-minute explanation of why he came back to the state. But everybody knows, like, he came back because there's a Senate seat. Like, there's also, there's Senate seat, lots of places he came back for that. And he's not like Robert Kennedy. People are not, like, giving him a pass on it. So Did that's you know, been so much of the campaign, and they're trying to turn it back to, like, well, I might not be from here, but I wouldn't let a uh, innocent person out of jail. Also, I can I can say the alphabet. Uh, I, I can I don't have to I don't slur when I speak. That's right. I can I, draw I a clock. Smell, yes. I don't smell toast all the time. Yeah, doctor. <laughs> uh, real quick before we get to the end, just thinking about the celeb thing. You know who the Dems should recruit for a major position? Uh, Jeff Probst, the I Survivor feel, host. Yes, I think I feel like he would give the reassuring uh, calm of a guy who's been on TV for twenty years but could actually deliver. He lines. has been in a people's uh, people's uh, living rooms every day. Yeah, so telling them uh, about about the bat about who's I, been kicked off the island hire me as a consultant for that all right does fetterman win gentlemen uh yeah i think it's going to be closer than it should be because of the stroke but uh oz has a big deep hole and i just want to say this could you imagine going back in time and telling yourself or anybody else around you uh say to go back to 2004 2003 2004 and say in 2022 there's going to be a, a fucking sunni muslim running for senate in pennsylvania and it is not going to be an issue for either side, no one is going Not to bring it up really at all. It's kind of astounding. Mm -hmm. You, it's like think of just. I mean, if you're old like me, you remember how much the war on terror, psychopolitics dominated everything. Why won't Doctor Oz say radical Islamic terrorism? <laughs> and like, oh God, wow, that, I remember yeah, that. Oh yeah. God, <laughs> you give me a flat fact. Fuck, radical falling Islamic down terrorism. That, that, right that, now. that oh. phrase, real, real radical high Islamic key terror. Fell off. Oh God, yeah, like I mean, that was the, best, the but that, that was the God top damn. note on like the xylophone of the human like uh, uh, nervous system that they were playing. Yeah. During the like the psyop game of like I oh feel like, like literally a fucking uh, a color coded warning system to just like a like play it like a harp. God, I that remember was the, in, like, there's only two genders of like the Lincoln Park yeah. era. Yeah, I, I feel like in 2015 I had to do a supercut at Slate where I just like cut Ted Cruz saying the words radical Islamic terrorism. Oh, yeah. 400 times to prove some kind. Well, of why wouldn't say it? Why wouldn't we say it? We lost the war. Yeah. We lost that war, and so we had to pretend it never happened that and away. find a new enemy at home. And yes. so none well, of that not, matters not, anymore. Not that it never happened, but it was Hillary did it. Right. And well, no it's, Republican it's lost, had any it's, like, it's, no longer, it's no longer a, a obtaining like psychic <laughs> structure. Like Those yeah. aren't the enemies anymore Yeah, because we lost, we lost them. I also think Fetterman will win, uh, but it's it's going to be a nail-biter. That is the one where I feel, because there will be a debate October 25th, Ooh. and Ooh. that's the one Such where... Such a cringe-a-meter for that he's, one. He's never been that good. I mean, I, I, I've i covered him for years. He's never been, like, a great order. It's just that, why is this normal guy doing this? Exactly. It, he been seems the thing. normal, so he doesn't yeah. have the bullshit. You don't think he's lying. You I don't assume he's lying. But I think the, even, if, yeah. even if he is fairly impaired during that, I feel like... If that is his appeal, that will cut through compared to the Oz, who is just bullshit. Well, that's the thing. Is that, bullshit. And you which can, one of yeah. those is more is gonna is gonna you know hit your limbic system? Like, what's gonna twang you want twinge you off? Is like this big hunk of man, maybe struggling with words, heroically struggling, you might say. Yes. Yeah. Versus this Hollywood phony, like with the spindly little fingers over in the other corner, embodying that uh, that simpering daytime television kayfabe. Mm -hmm. The guys like Trump, by the way, exist by demolishing. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
uh, I think, yeah, he still pulls it out. Yeah, I think, the, and they've lowered the standard so much. It's just like the first Trump-Biden debate where they're like, we're not even sure if his brain can be like put back together for 90 <laughs> minutes for him to do it. Like, will he show up? Will he come up with a reason not to come? Will he hide in the basement? Like, they just kept owning him, and they showed up, and he's like, he yelled a couple times. Yeah. They were like, oh, I guess he's ready to be president. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that could happen, too. Uh, so we, we say uh, lean, lean, Fetterman. lean Fetterman. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Oh, hi, oh. It's round on the sides and high in the middle. Uh, Tim Ryan versus J.D. Vance. Uh, latest polling has Vance J.D. Man. Vance up by uh, a hair, mm-hmm. uh, depending how you cut it. Some some polls, Cincinnati Enquirer, uh, my hometown paper, has Ryan up by one. So it's close, but leaning Vance in the polls right now. The only real big news hit I have on Vance is, uh, you know, he he again is folded into the McConnell Teal fight. Mm. Well, because specifically what, because he I've got, can't from, raise from, money, he yeah. weirdly cannot raise money. Yeah. Here, I've got one on this from Washington Post recently. From the Post, after a recent call during which uh, GOP donors discussed midterm spending, one participant and another person familiar with the conversation were said to have felt that Vance had run quote a lazy campaign with shifting views akin to a quote chameleon. Uh, one major donor uh, on the call indicated an unwillingness to give any money to the Vance campaign, according to a person familiar with the donor's response. People described the reactions. People describing the reaction spoke on the condition of, uh, well, that's just the anonymity part. But you get you get the point. He can't raise money. Nobody wants to give him money. Uh, and he's still limping along barely ahead. Dave, your insights. Well, I think Vance's problem with raising money is when he became a celebrity, he was a celebrity people who can, who now hate him. Mm-hmm. So he, he would get, and he's this has happened on Twitter because he tweets a lot. And the you'll see like the... Uh, this assistant dean of like Muhlenberg College or some place that he went and gave a talk, just crapping all over him and thinking he's a phony. So he met a bunch of liberals and Republican never Trumpers who just hate him now because he went the other way. And he has not been. I don't know. What he does day to day, but he has been. These guys are posters. I'm a poster. Mm-hmm. Everyone here is a poster. We respect right. that. But like posting is not fun rate. Post is not call time. And he he has gotten. I mean, I saw him the other day, uh, other day responding to like Jennifer Lawrence talking about him. Who gives a crap? <laughs> like, like who really gives? He but he gets into this because he's been a poster before he was in politics. He's written it very far. I think I honestly and I do think he will he will win just because the state is now so conservative. Um, but people were and even Democrats were in denial because Tim Ryan was. The thing about Tim Ryan too, he does. Some people get stuck with the he's not very smart rep, like Kevin McCarthy. Sure. Ryan has had that rep for a while. He was like he he didn't run for office once because he had DUI. Uh, there was an amazing moment in 2019 where he just gave an on the record quote to I think Bloomberg about how Biden was losing it and he wasn't mentally fit to be president, <laughs> and then just had to pretend he didn't say it. he didn't uh, mean was it. Some other guy, yeah, but like he gave it on the record. He's like, wait, that was on the record, wasn't it? <laughs> Look, I he was running for thing. president. Okay, you say whatever you he, have to. He did that thing, but oh, he has he, he was on. Oh my he yes, has he gone, ran for president. He oh, has boy. gone through federalization, federalization, where he has reintroduced himself, reintroduced himself as as a state college guy. And Vance went to Ohio, but he just he makes fun of him for having like gone to the Ivy League and having spent time living in San Francisco. He's just like this really is, uh, very reminiscent of the uh, log cabin and hard cider campaign. Oh, he's done everything but like chewing on a piece of straw and like picking his teeth with it. Like he he really has done that. And he also has a voting record because he was like pro-life until I think he ran for president. Uh, he has this voting record of just like the last Jim. He has Jim Traffickant's old seat, the legend. But he was a Eastern Ohio like pro-life, pro-labor, screw yeah, every trade saying. deal. So now Democrat. he's running against yeah. Brandon, which I don't know. It's like, that's a hell of a fucking uh, needle to try to thread, to be like, yeah. vote me into the Senate and I hate my president that is of the same party. <laughs> Except uh, on trade. He's like, we're it's, not, I don't, uh, you it's know. Like, it's, it's like, once again, like, 
oh, you can't really draw real contracts. You can say trade, but that's all bullshit and everyone knows it. Like you can't get to anywhere because you don't fundamentally disagree. It's all on that uh, that cultural train. And so you end up having no where to fight Vance on the culture war issues, which yeah. are becoming salient in this midterm. So I would say that this race reminds me of uh, the re- election of Josh Hawley, mm-hmm. uh, which was a case where this uh, uh, Ivy League educated Fauntleroy, uh, he came from a, a higher class than uh, Vance. Vance is up jumped, mm-hmm. but they both got a nice Harvard, uh, nice Ivy League education, and then just wanted to work as little as possible and be senators. Hawley also had a reputation for being very lazy yeah. with fundraising. But one election, because they're in a state that is demographically just beyond the pale for this type of democratic politics. It's like Tim Bryan is just Claire McCaskill. This is the relic of a party that can no longer play at the statewide level with this demographics. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's doing better than her because he's not. He's just done a much better job of the issues he's focused on. She fell into the whole people will think I'm moderate if I talk about the deficit trap. Mm-hmm. He's not doing that. He's like, people will think I'm moderate because I. I, I threw a football at a sign of this says to fund the police. She's <laughs> literally one of his ads. Uh, I will give some on the ground reporting on this, which is that I uh, talked to my dad recently about the Ohio State Center race. He still lives in Cincinnati. Uh, I would describe my dad's politics as you remember the uh, legendary uh, Dan K tweet to Grover Norquist, uh, buddy, I'm going to put you in a diaper as long as you don't raise my taxes. <laughs> That's basically uh, the kind of voter my dad is. Uh, love you, Dad. I you'll probably never listen to the, this, uh, but um, and he's become like pretty disgusted by the Trump politics anyway. So I asked him about Va- uh, Vance versus Ryan, and the most commentary he could issue on it was what I would describe as a disgusted sigh. <sighs> So that's the uh, kind of normie center and in that conservative context, uh, response to Ryan think, versus Vance. In that context with those underlying uh, economic conditions and that aging, whitening state, I think you got to give it to Vance, which is like, that means Teal's going to have a guy in the Senate and he should show up in a fucking toga with <laughs> laurels in his hair. He should be holding a fascist and he should have to start orating. Get orating, motherfucker. Don't read your stupid fucking book written at like a 10th t- grade leaving reading level for the Oprah Book Club. Yeah. Get some fucking uh, oratory going, buddy. I want to hear some Cato-level shit from you. Yeah, he'll be, they're, they're too short of a tri- triumvirate, but they're, but he's, I think he's going to get in there. It's going to suck, yeah. but it, I, I have to go. He's, he's, dis- he he's disgusting. We were all, everyone was said it's awesome watching him get washed by Mandel, and if Trump had not interceded, he would have lost to Mandel. But I think at the end of the day, it was Don Jr. Don yeah. Jr. is the internetified worm tongue who has been z- totally like wired into the 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 spectacle of the Trump phenomenon, which is which is younger and and college uh, educated and internet savvy. Yeah, and they just like pick this loser who a guy like Trump would like look over. He forgot his name. Don't forget J.K. Quance. <laughs> What's his name? He also made fun of him for quote unquote kissing my ass. Yes, exactly. He had no uh, respect at the last at all. rally for him. Yeah, in the same no respect state. at all. Yeah. Clearly, it's like, what do I do? He doesn't care really. Yeah. he doesn't have a gut instinct, and you haven't specifically kissed his ass. He doesn't care. So he had this fucking also, little dipshit in his ear saying, hey, this guy's based. But it also makes him right with Teal. Like, yeah. Teal stays in the tent, Teal's giving, giving millions of dollars, which Trump is not. <laughs> Trump just keeps raising money for a pack that doesn't help any of these guys. Just for his own legal bills. But Amazing. the thing with Vance, too, is that he has, like, the material. So he doesn't have the Oz problem of, of, like, I parachuted in because I thought it'd be easy. He is from Ohio, yes. like, famously. And so occasionally they'll, they'll, their messaging will be like, 
what a candidate is. Like he grew up with, he grew up uh, having it rough. And then he served in the military, and now he's running for senate. And th- that's all you kind of need. Yeah, it's like this is a Republican. He's a normal story. Based. Yeah, the posting does not help. Just post- posting. Yeah. Got it. Let's see what it is. Is, 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 is the thing that gets these guys the nominations is what also hampers them in the generals. Classic. The dialectic, folks. We love it, don't we? All right, let's move on real quick. Uh, as much as I hate, yeah, Vance yeah, probably gonna go. win. I I would love to be proven wrong. I would love to be on election night yelling, "Go, go, Tim Ryan, go!" Uh, but especially because the most annoying thing is then we have to hear from he's gonna fucking be so JD epic. Vance. He's gonna be so fucking based. It's gonna oh, be amazing. He's gonna get it. to introduce like the uh, the pronoun act of okay. twenty twenty four. They're gonna have to put trigger warnings on C span, folks. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, let's. Before we leave Ohio, let it let's talk because we mentioned it about the uh, the one house race we're keying in on. This is uh, J.R. Majewski, oh God, J.R. Majewski versus Liz Skalka, who is currently the longest serving uh, uh, representative in the, in oh, no, the no, house. No. So he beat Liz Skalka in the pro- so. Oh, no, this no, was no, like, no. this is one of the great primaries this year where there were several normal normal defined as like the Republicans who like run things in D.C. Republicans they but. They had not always praised Donald Trump. And Liz, Liz Skalka, the one who the D.C. wanted, had criticized him after the Access Hollywood tape. You can't do that shit. You cannot have criticized Donald Trump six years in the past. And if you can't fix it somehow, uh, you lose. So Jeremy Juski comes in. Uh, Trump name-checked him not by uh, not because of anything he was running on. He uh, He's one of these guys who decorated his lawn. Oh, yeah. He so has, that it was a, 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 he has a, a 19... Th- yes. He turned a 19,000-square-foot section of his lawn into a banner of Donald Trump. Yes, and that... Nineteen. That is how you win. Yes. That, so he got famous as the epic guy in his ads. The epic, show, uh, again, as yeah. a, a perfect thing that Felix often describes as, like, the epic bus stop man or something. This guy literally is epic... Epic lawn guy, a guy epic that we would guy. never have heard of. Who's some like uh, conservative imbecile? Yeah, like yeah. that guy, that guy, all those guys, that first generation of like those dipshits in like 2040. They all they had the curse of the of the innovator. Is like they got they were too early. They were premature. Well, this guy might they were prematurely based because like based stick man would be in Congress if it yeah. had happened like in 2020 to 21. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. So he's going. Is is he going to uh, unseat the longest serving Democratic uh, representative? Marcy Kepter. It is looking less likely. Republicans have started to they're, uh, they're taking pull some money, money they're out of the, the district. They're, they're taking money out of there. And uh, he has not gotten the kind of fame that you need. To, so some of these guys can just mint money because they go on on Fox a bunch of times. And yeah. They get and they get and they get famous. You still there's still a pipeline of candidates who go on Fox. And that that they win. Like if you go on Fox a lot and the other guy doesn't, you win. Um, but he also has uh, just had face questions over that what he says about what he did. In oh milita- yeah, yeah. He is a, a military dollar guy. Yes, yeah, he is lying is about problem. being an operator. Yeah. They, they, uh, so he, he can we put the cl- the clip in here of him introducing Trump at the rally in Youngstown? I'll, yeah, I'll try to find oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Because it is like so he gets up there and he goes. I hope you're just as excited as me to see the greatest president that the country has ever seen, Donald Trump. Let me tell you, 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 it's the biggest honor of my life to be able to introduce President Donald Trump. <laughs> and he he's like, he hit the word president like a, fu- like a fucking uh, speed bump. And it's just like he had a mini stroke he, trying also, to get out president. And it's like, and then he goes, I got ego, I got ego uh, bumps. Don't got no goosebumps, got ego bumps. And it's like. These are who is rising to the top of this new structure. Like this is not Hercules. 
He's a guy who lied about being an operator. He was like fucking. He claimed like, to be an Air like Force a, combat veteran who deployed Paul to Walter Afghanistan. He's a Paul Walter Hauser character. Uh, he lied about being an operator when he was actually polishing no, hubcaps in Qatar. No and now indication he's like, that he ever deployed to and Afghanistan. Like, and but and he, he shows up yes. to the Trump rally 12 beers in to be like, I love the president. I make out. Worst for Andrew Johnson. This is, exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. the thing. It's like you've created conditions where the most low effort piece of shit on earth will rise to the top. Congratulations. The most shameless Yeltsin-esque, Yeltsin-esque buffoon will seek power. Wonderful. Enjoy your new aristocracy. All right. We got to go move on to some of the last ones. We're already at an hour 12, but we're having a good time. We'll, we we're are. cooking. We'll keep this going. I was going to say, that dude, all, he also blocked me on Twitter. Not when I was interacting. I just tweeted a video of his uh, Let's Go Brandon rap, that's and a, he blocked I, me immediately. I saw a good, oh, yeah, that's right. He's a fucking rapper. <laughs> I saw a great. I mean, I, I enjoyed seeing the meme of, of him that was like, primary versus general and primary is him in like his let's go brandon cap and the maga jersey rapping in a vid in a youtube video and then yeah, the general is very ever like a nice right police uh, yeah. being like hello i would like to not raise your taxes if he wins and god will and he might will looks like he might i just can't wait to see him go to washington and fight the deep state yes he's gonna, oh, he's gonna, be gonna be so capable job. of doing that when he gets to washington oh my god they're just those deep state boys are gonna run they want to make us woke and force us to get the vax. They think pictures with the Pope will get us to all relax. Not to poke fun at dementia, it's a serious disease. But come on, man. Squeeze your cheeks when you sneeze. Georgia. Uh, want to talk about... I just have one hit. Oh, Georgia, the cosmic joke. What a punchline. The setup of 2020 was so perfect, and now the punchline of 2022. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about Stacey Abrams for one second. It looks like she is going to get washed oh, by cool. Brian Again, Kim. loser. Uh, so after, I just, after, after playing the future president in Star Trek Discovery. Uh, yes. She looks like a photo shoot of her in a magazine where she was wearing a cape. Do you remember yes, this? The cape. Yes. Uh, look, yeah, I've seen the cape. I, I don't want to be uh, too mean to her, but I just want to list the uh, books that she has published since losing the first governor's She's race. She's on her grind. Level up. Rise above the hidden forces holding your business back. Our time is now. Power, purpose, and the fight for a fair America. Lead from the outside. How to build your purpose, your future and make real change. I would suggest taking some of your own advice and winning some goddamn See, here's thing. thing. Here's the thing. I, I talked about how uh, Doug Maestriano is the type of scum that rises to the top of the, of the machine that builds Republican candidates. Stacey Abrams is a perfect example of what comes to the top in the machine that makes Democratic candidates, which are people who, as soon as they get a whiff of any kind of notoriety, decide to become fucking celebrities yeah. because they are self-interested uh, uh, professional entrepreneurs and the weird is who Democrats are the weird kind of liberal celebrity where you'll like you'll you'll go to uh, Santa Barbara and there'll be like votive candles of them yes. Yes. like RGB and Stacey Abrams like damn they lost real good <laughs> yes. it's like she was a time server yeah. she was a state senator mm -hmm. it's like she's the people at these levels of power are chosen by the seats they're just cogs and then it's like I'm gonna run for the uh, the governor's race, and she has this competitive primary. I remember they were both named Stacy, and one was white, and there was a question about who Bernie was Stacey's gonna endorse. Stacy Evans versus Abrams. Yes, it was like yeah. who's more. It was like there was this thing: who's more progressive? And I think it like some people said the white one was, and I have no fucking idea. I believe Bernie what, Bernie endorsed Abrams yes. in the end. Yeah, but when she got the nomination, she instantly became this. The, the, she became she became the fucking uh, totem that. Uh, 150 million psychically in enraged and anguished American liberals could vent all of their feelings of terror and anxiety on. 
Well, you will save us from this. She is going to who lose. Could, who could sustain? Who could withstand that? Uh, she's going to lose again and uh, continue appearing once every uh, two months on Pod Save America to tell the audience uh, just how we win and it's in gonna, the next election. And she's going to make all these documentaries just documenting all, all of the losses of voting rights that have happened since the last documentary she made about how we're going to stop the end of voting rights. You could add her to the cast of the, uh, is it Apple Plus or who has the Hillary Chelsea show? Apple Plus. Apple yeah. Plus. Yes. Yeah. She's going to get one of those shows. She's, she's going to do like her own version of like dumpsters, dive-ins, and drive. She's going to go <laughs> nationwide uh, having all of the most like empowering meals you can possibly have. Senate, Raphael Warnock versus Herschel Walker. This is a complete toss-up. I've got polls saying uh, Walker up to. I've got polls saying Warnock up to. I've got uh, the real clear average has Warnock at plus 0.3. It is basically split. Uh, in recent months, um, or recent weeks, Herschel Walker's main uh, strategy, let's see if it works, has basically been just going on uh, various platforms and saying, hey, I'm too dumb to compete. Yeah, in this you can't actually, can, uh, uh, you can't expect me to be able to say words or understand the meaning of words. Literally just, called himself a country boy. Yeah. Just three, yeah. three quick headlines. Don't need to read the articles, but the headlines. Herschel Walker will debate if he gets the topics in advance. Yeah, Walker that's, downplay, not part, that's not, you can't. Walker downplays debate with Warnock. Quote, I'm not that smart. Walker Walker criticizes climate law. Asks, "Don't we have enough trees around here?" So uh, that's the state of this is of what's this. Be race. funny to me is that I think he's going to win, and you're going to have both Fetterman and Warnock and uh, Walker? Uh, Walker winning, mm. proving that polarization between the parties is so strong that they understand at a certain point that you are just an appendage, and it's like, look, you are not that, so we're going to vote for you. Doesn't matter that your brain don't work. Mm. Because what are you gonna? What are, what are you supposed? What independent judgment are you supposed to bring to the job? You don't. You just are a number on a page. You are one of the fifty-three or fifty-one or whatever. You press the button. They tell you to press. Mm -hmm. Dave, any insight on this race? I, I it's going to go to a runoff. I would expect. Oh this, yeah, Georgia's got George runoff. Still has That's runoff. Adorable. Still has libertarians running and always getting one point three percent of the vote and forcing a runoff. I mean, this is a. Uh, so I think this will be like a hundred million dollar race. It finishes up in December because it'll be like uh, you know. They'll both mm. get like forty nine point something. See, that's interesting. And then fight again. Honestly, that may, that yeah. to me means that the only thing that matters is what whether we have an economic collapse before uh, fucking Christmas. Mm -hmm. And it all. I mean, the, it also depends the, if the is uh, the economy fully Brandonized or is there because uh, like there's been a recovery with gas prices. Gas prices are going down a little bit. Inflation though is still going on, and the Fed is still raising rates. Mm -hmm. uh, These things are intersecting lines on a graph that leads to an explosion and a collapse. Uh, yeah. When does that happen? And honestly, since in my mind, there's no way it doesn't happen before 2024. Doesn't this sort of render the entire thing moot? Because it means that tr either Trump or DeSantis, probably Trump, will fucking win in 2024, rendering the rest of this basically time wasting and serving before the big fucking uh, kahuna rises, smashes into us. I guess it also probably uh, matters what the outcome of the other Senate races are and to see That's how true. competitive they want to make like whether whether this. whether it matters like yeah. if, if, if the Democrats have it regardless it probably gets like relatively little money and interest mm. but if, it, if it's like it determines a jump ball then yeah there's it's going to be a huge deal just like Georgia was last time and I think if that happens Walker wins I, I yeah the mood of the the mood of the state I think I think well I don't know how much can change one but like a lot <laughs> you yeah. could uh, uh, even if you don't have some I mean honestly collapse, the, I don't think Inflation's going to reverse by that. I point. think enough do, what could happen between, between November and that. Then, yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know. Just shorter. I don't know if it made runoff is a month later. They, they shortened they, it after they got owned in 2021. They if they do a, a debate month. and Walker like literally like can't 
make a point? Does that does that even matter in Georgia? Like, I, it matters to the like. I think that would be the difference between him getting like forty nine and forty eight percent. Is how much I think it matters. Mm-hmm. I mean, I the same thing with Fetterman. Fetterman screws up like eight times in the debate. Uh, I don't think there's going to be people running screaming from. It's just it's amazing when you read just accounting of the the first Mondale uh, uh, Reagan debate where, where Reagan actually is see, like sundowning. Oh yeah, and losing totally his point. out. It's and, wild. And they were panicked enough about losing to Walter Mondale because people had, there were enough people who were like, well, my mind is changed by the objective facts about this person and their competence. That doesn't happen anymore. I don't, I, so I don't but think even that was temporary. He showed up at the next debate and said, I, "I'm not going to let my opponents use it and experience hold it against them." And everyone's like, "Oh, Grandpa, yeah. let's all collectively forget that you're completely fucking senile." Why don't I go out on a limb on this one? I say they do a debate; it's decisive enough, and Warnock gets back in just because in I December. Like, yeah, it is this time. All right, well, uh, I guess December. Although both this and the Fetterman race accentuate how you can be a senator and not have brain function because it yes. happens all the time. There's it's one true. right now in California. There's Diane Feinstein. Sure, Diane Feinstein totally Everyone gone. agrees, just not functioning. When she when she had the most favorable interview with uh, the New York Magazine profile you could get. And even in that fa- in that, pr- in that pretty flattering interview, it's a, I noticed that she was like answering questions about current things by with really deep recollections of things for 30 that's years ago. Happens. Oh, that's how it goes. <laughs> yes. But I mean, all like, of a sudden, Corn Pop's sitting next to you while you're talking to Diane Sawyer. There was a period where Robert Byrd was in the Senate and they took the chair- chairmanship away from him, but it let him stay on the committee and they would give him gigantic, like font, font the size of like, 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 like street rats, just like work the 50, 59 point font. Just saying what he had to say. He was there for for like a full term. Well, he died midterm. Like Strom that you can be a zombie senator. Like yeah, so, if you're a Republican a in Georgia and you think, well, Herschel Walker can't read, maybe he will. Like he there'll will be staffers. The right Don't worry. Way. There'll be guys who went to Hillsdale who work in his office and say, oh, vote for this thing, and they'll vote for it. Yeah, that's how it works. Let's move on. Just two more, and then we'll do some final thoughts. Wisconsin. Uh, don't want to spend too much time on the governor because we want to get through other stuff. It looks like Tony Evers is my, is going to edge out. Uh, I think Tom. he probably will. I think at this point, like even Republicans understand that they're like whole, they're, the Democrats in Wisconsin are like finger in the dike yeah. situation. It, so I think there is a determination to like keep keep Hindenburg in office for now. It is the one state where like the Democratic uh, like the the Aaron Sorkin argument that like democracy is on the ballot. It's I feel like Wisconsin like, it, it is harder. Cool. Like the, yeah. the, the Republican yeah. Party runs that state. Basically, yeah. like they drove a fucking tank to the fucking uh, yeah. Capitol building. Like, even so, will call a special session to deal with like gun violence, and they will go and go in, gavel it out, give him the finger, and leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you have still like an ambiently normal electorate, which mm-hmm. is like now like putting a lot of faith in the governor to save their ass. So and, I would say Evers wins. All right, and then the Senate. Mm-mm. Mandela Barnes. I wish. I wish. I wish I could say it. Your arch enemy. I would love it. I would Ron love Johnson. To say that Ron Johnson. This also dumbest, appears to be a toss-up. This is one of the dumbest motherfuckers on earth. Just basically pulling even. Waste of space. This guy who married into a construction fortune or some bullshit, and then became the, the fucking Ayn Rand Ubermensch. It's like you did that invent reared metal, motherfucker. Mm. You made you made pliant conversation at like a sock hop, and got this lady to take you home. Congratulations. But no, I hate him, but he's going to win. He always looks like he's going to lose. He always is behind a few points. And then those fucking crucial Waukesha voters, yeah. those Waukesha Republicans, they, come in. they march in, yeah. they vote for him, and they march out. So as much as I'd like to see him get owned, just for, because of his, just my historical disdain for the man, I'd say he's going to hold on. And especially you met, in Waukesha, I, he floored it right away. So as soon as Mandela was going to be the nominee, the messaging against uh, Mandela Barnes, the lieutenant governor Democrat, as soon as he was going to be the nominee, the messaging became, 
Look at a picture of this guy. Look at this picture of a, a criminal who got free. Defunding police. Yeah, he will he take did, the police and that. say there are no more police. So there was this massacre where like, a criminal was fleeing and, and drove through oh, this yeah, walk yeah. They parade. Oh, yeah, yeah. that into like a BLM terrorist attack. Well, they, they're still, they're the, the, the latest ad is a woman whose who, like, daughter was, was killed talking about how the guy who was freed, guy was freed from prison too early. Then picture Mandela Bartz, who supports yeah, it, cashless bail. Was, it was, yeah. It's the model. It's the event. At the end, it's the only thing you have when you have nothing else. But it's and not. I think it's the, it's, the emer- it's the doomsday button for a reason, though. Yeah, and they, they started doing it like he was up, I think, four or five points, and they did that, and now he's down by one point, and that that's, that I mean, is one, too, where, because you, you see this in New York, too, where if you had any, if you did any criminal justice reform, it doesn't need to be connected to somebody getting out of jail. It's not like, the Willie Horton was like, there was a furlough program, Michael Dukakis did it, this guy got out. This stuff is, hey, this guy punched a lady in the subway. Also, cashless bail. See the <laughs> see the connection. Here's an egg frying for you. Yes. You know, like it just it just makes that connection uh, pretty. And Democrats can't say, "Oh no, we never wanted to do any criminal justice reform" because they they did. Yes, but they are all like eating that uh, in, in in like. New York governor, they feel pretty good about, but in all these races, if you By did the way, anything, that was amazing yeah. that they did some Bob Roberts ass false flag assassination attempt on that guy to try to. That was that level of buffoonish Cohen Brothers esque having the scheme, DA like having uh, the yeah, DA turf him, him after he like just, yeah. they got this drunk guy. He's like Surhan Surhan. They like dosed this drunk guy and pushed <laughs> him on stage, and he had like a keychain. And they say he had t- attempted to assault Governor Trump, and it's like let out without bail by his campaign coordinator. It's like Mwah! these New York, oh these Long Island fucking Long Island man. They're, they they make them a rare breed out there. God bless them. Uh, yeah, they literally have an ad running now that's just like knockout game happening. Just yeah. like people run, you know. Like I think Kathy Molecule, yeah. even though she's shown herself to be an absolutely corrupt scumbag, will be reelected yeah. because there's just the center of gravity in New York politics is too far from there. Johnson wins. Yes. You think so? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I mean, just he has that that ability to to bring it over the line. Uh, like, well, again, not not like Brett Far any point by the end, but <laughs> no, he has he has that ability to win like races where he's down. and He's not down right now, so I think he's in good shape. But Look, there will be people separating. There's going to be those people in like the you know the 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 the, the it is kind of about the, the Wow counties, Milwaukee suburbs, who are like they're going to vote for the Republican to keep them safe. But I don't know. Do they really want like this Trump guy, Tim Michaels, to take over and, it's a, and destroy the election it's commission? And it's yeah. abortion versus crime. Yeah, boils yeah. down to it. You're a suburbanite. It is. It is the. It is the imposition of some sort of uh, handmaid's tale uh, gender uh, uh, hierarchy, mm. or rule by the horrifying, unspeakable racial other in the city. Right. And who? Which one is scarier to you? <laughs> that is what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. And that that is the thing that uh, the trend that over the long term, I think. Aids the Republicans, and in a state like Wisconsin, which is not a economic dynamo, it is more so. So I think you look at Wisconsin; it's like this is just it is just what's happening. You know, it's what happened in Missouri, and what happened in Ohio. It's now just happening, but a little slower with different, like you know, coming out in different ways. Like they have this hyper accelerated uh, uh, control of the the government, but you know, the demographics are still kind of lagging, but they're still trending in their direction. Yeah. Let's move on to my last highlighted race here. Nevada, is that is that right? Nevada, I believe they say Nevada, Nevada in Nevada, yeah. just like they say Colorado. Every in Colorado, time I said it on the show, I to me. Nevada. I believe the last time we checked in on this, uh, Catherine Cortez Mastro, uh, Maestro, I think Maestro, Maestro, Maestro. No R. It looks like there should be, but there is. Should be yes. Yeah. Versus Adam Laxalt. I believe when we checked in on this, it seemed like Ms. Cortez Masto was up. At the beginning of this race, now it's basically dead even again. What is going on in Nevada? Is this uh, seat going to go blue or red? Uh, it, 
that is the one Republicans feel they'll feel better about that than they do about Pennsylvania. And it's just the demographics there are moving very specifically in the direction because you had Obama won that state by a landslide the first time, by a lot the second time. Hillary, but then the margin shrinking. The, deep, the Latinos because, are depolarizing. Yeah, it's because Latinos are deep are getting less polarized, yep. and also the white working class. Because Nevada is a state where you can, it's like Florida. Uh, you you move there because you can buy a house dirt cheap. You can mm-hmm. start working at, the, at your buddy's contract. Uh, uh, you know, as a contractor, you can start your own business. Cheap. It is a place that has just lots of people, lots of. Uh, Obama to Trump voters who fit that profile mm-hmm. and they got real angry because it got you know murdered during the pandemic and they, they look at flaw- the whole Republican argument a lot of states has been what if we had our own Ron DeSantis who left yeah, and kept the casinos like, yeah, open people, oh people would have died yeah. people fucking died anyway mm-hmm. and there was no difference that's the wild shit you look at it it's like yeah, yeah they were doing this like mask of the red death like uh, fucking like they, they crossed Jonestown with a fucking Jimmy Buffett concert yeah <laughs> but it yeah, a lot of old people died. A lot of old people died everywhere. And yeah, uh, uh, people who are like poorer and more diver- ethnically diverse. Yes, just like everywhere else. But at least we got to stay, go outside and go to the bar and, and not be stuck in like little fucking rabbits scooped up for no reason. One thing I will say about this race, Laxalt uh, seems unable to w- raise any money. Uh, an audio obtained by the Daily Beast from a July luncheon with the Southern Hills Republican women, Laxalt, amid the sounds of clinking cutlery, said, quote, the Democrats have unlimited money. They have unlimited money. You think we have it bad here? Masto has, she has 10 million to spend. I That's have, true. we have 2 have million. Money. She's on TV now because she is the money and we the don't. The Dems are caked up. That yeah. is their thing. They have, so that's the like, advantage. There. You're, that seeing, you're seeing though the limits of money. Like you can dominate in some, for, in some space, spaces, but eventually this is just paying. All, it's just a, it's a rent. That's the 2020 the people story. who run the party. It that's, just becomes pure rent. Jamie Harrison just, I forget yeah, exactly. how much. Because everyone remembers Maine and Susan Collins with the Jamie Harrison versus was Lizzie Graham. To lose by as much as everyone shit. who runs against Lizzie Graham. Um, that is just paying off the fucking party structure. Yeah, and Republicans did better at the start of the cycle, but as soon as uh, Dobbs hit, like all this stuff, and the denial that Dobbs is going to change as much as it did is weird. I remember right at one point, the first one got leaked, and Democrats didn't know what to By do the about Republicans. it. I thought it was, uh, I at the time was saying like, oh, it's at the moment before there's an actual decision, it's like pretty good for Republicans because all they, because we don't know what's going on. They're talking about who leaked it. But as soon as it was real, like then then they did, they didn't adjust at all. They just they yeah. just really like, well, we can keep saying they're very much on the back foot. Yeah, and they're starting to learn a couple of tactics that might work. I mean, the 15 week of ban, if you. In a vacuum, that's kind of popular, but the way it's hit every race, I don't want to go back into a tangent, but like the way it hit every race is every Democrat just hit that, opened up Act Blue, started looking up which candidate, they listened to Crooked podcast, they told them who to donate to. Yeah, Yeah, like that, that is to me part of the McConnell pushed, the McConnell, uh, the, the McConnell counter. Gorilla, like the out the 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 uh, the July plotters of the of the Republican Party, <laughs> because like Lindsey Graham, on behalf of McConnell, I think put this thing out there to keep <laughs> keep abortion in the fucking headlines to the end of the election to cut down the margins of the Republicans here. They want to trim the sails badly, and I think Lindsey is doing this on purpose for that end. But uh, ever since Trump won, there's also there is sometimes this giddy optimism in Republican politics. It's not even like poll tested because with that liberals, there'll be like some think tank that says we did a poll. Student debt polls at ninety five percent. If you use these verbs, uh, but like with Republicans, you have you have seen them say, "Well, gosh, Trump won. I didn't think it could," and that did blow up their compass. Like Lindsey Graham was a guy who who hated Trump because he thought he would lose. Then he won. And he loved him, and I think he got into his head. I'm Lindsey Graham. I beat I beat this guy who spent all this money. 
maybe I'm the one who can introduce the 15 week band that's going to be popular. I, th- I think that I, uh, but I'm, I'm more boring. I, I'm not, I don't, I, I, I always look for what is the boring venal three paragraph reason where conspiracy I mean, theory would possible. be a lot more, These a lot more. These guys are very stupid and very vain. Yeah. And we have to, we can't underestimate that because they are able to basically call their own shots and we see how they do it. And every one of them does it is like, what if somebody thought they were a Machiavellian genius and actually was in a room, an unventilated room with a bunch of varnished furniture? Master or Lexalt? I, I think that I'm going to give that one to Laxalt because just uh, that's that's the Republican knight that would sow the most chaos. I think, yeah, I'd say like, Laxalt wins. Yeah. By the way, isn't Laxalt, so he's supposed to be the son of Pal Laxalt, who was one of uh, Reagan's first big backers within the party. He'd been governor of Nevada. But he's the actual son of like one a Democratic senator. No, from Pete Domenici, different Republican. Oh, Domenici. Okay, so it is yeah. a different. But his dad, his his birth dad was a different Republican governor. Yeah, he's like the like Liv Tyler was raised by like was actually uh, uh you know raised by Todd like Rundgren. Todd Rundgren, but then got back together with with Stephen Tyler. He's like that, yes. but for senators. That's wild. <laughs> that is wild. All right. Well, let's go back then to the top. We've just run through all of these. Um. It looks basically how I aligned it, uh, outlined it at the beginning. Dems possible probable pickups in Arizona and Pennsylvania. No, that's one pickup, but the Arizona pickup, is a hold. One pickup and a hold. Seems like they're going to lose in Ohio. Tough to call, but seems like all we're saying Georgia, Nevada, and Wisconsin all go red. I say that. I don't think that Dave does. I, I think I would. I would. Uh, I would say Nevada. Nevada goes red. Georgia stays blue. Uh, I'm I'm gonna bet on a collapse not happening until like maybe right after the runoff. Uh, but yeah, I think it's like a plus one Democrat is their best scenario because I mentioned we 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 shouldn't talk about it because they're they're complicated. But they're pouring lots of money in North Carolina against Canada's kind of kind of lame. Evan McMullen in Utah is making Mike Lee spend a bunch of money in a race. It doesn't make any sense, but mm-hmm. they're doing it. And they are kind of pinning them down. They're pinning them down in the House races where I feel like they're gonna decent position. It's just like they need the economy to not implode again. Uh, so they might get it. The economy has hasn't implod- it can implode at any time. I'm trying to think like when the last like big panics happen, like 2008. I mean, everyone forgets like McCain was uh, was pulling really close to Obama enough where the the Onion had like a headline ready to go, like uh, like nation not you know like nation not shitty enough for social change yet. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like it was close, and then the crash happened. So yeah, you yeah, suspend the committee. Right yeah, right about now, end of September. Uh, yeah, I mm. guess if I'm still tra- taking the position, if I'm supposed to be the dim bullish You're position, the dim bull. uh, dim bulls, dim I will bulls, say no. there's um. always the possibility that the Democratic constituency is more motivated than is letting on uh, by this current ba- batch of polls because of due mostly to the Dobbs decision uh, that the polling is not reflective, that this is, in fact, a slight dim wave year that a lot of those leans go and you what you get dim plus two Senate. Personally, I think the funniest uh, outcome, so probably the most likely, is no change. Stays exactly the same, 50-50. Yeah, they would take that. If it's yeah. just like Kamala Harris doing doing tiebreakers to a point, you know, uh, people who will not pretend that Donald Trump is like can declassify documents with his thoughts, uh, they, they would take it. They would take that. Oh, yeah. No, if they, if they have the tiebreaker, they would absolutely Even, like, take that. Even like after 2018, that was McConnell was on the record like, oh, Republicans got owned in the House. They're going to impeach. He's like... Cool, we have the Senate. We're just going to keep confirming judges. I don't care. So, do you say, are you saying uh, Dem plus one is likely? I, I would say at the moment, if, if things keep lines keep moving this direction, like you know, Fetterman narrowly wins. Democrats don't like pick up any. Um, I'm going back on my own prediction just because Nevada is so weird that I can't imagine like if they hold that, then they were plus one. But they hold all their tough seats. Nevada's on the on the bubble. I I, I think I think that's that's why I'm saying the best case scenario is like, well, I'm wrong. Nevada was a four. You know, 0.4% better and they hold it. Yeah. <laughs> and what's your prediction, Matt? 
I think I'm trying to figure how it works out, but I, I think they win uh, they win Arizona and Pennsylvania, but I think they lose the rest of them. And would that be what would that be? Republican plus two? That'd be plus two. Yeah. Okay, I would put that because yeah. to me, what I see in the last few elections, I see the same thing play out. It, like as I'm as I'm observing them, as like you know as they become as they rise into a into a thing. Like as I experience these elections, what you see is these democratic hor this uh, panic among Democrats that we're going to lose. Then there is this swelling that is powered more than anything by uh, our collective desire to keep this interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I, what it does is it makes people who are more likely to make and consume in high quantities media more engaged with it. You know what I mean? And more uh, more politicized in their in their uh, lives, more likely to politicize their communications. And it gives us a sense of one state of mind that is just more concentrated than it is among the ambient midterm voter who is still less on less connected less wired in in their social personal lives just because they didn't they weren't born into the same technological media na- matrix yeah. and so then you see this like wave of like oh the democrats are actually going to do pretty good and then there's this narrative that builds up and it's built up because it makes a lot of money for the democratic party mm-hmm. and it's something that people who are engaged in democratic or in media want to hear because it's a it's it's a dramatic narrative. It's not just saying, yeah, the fundamentals favor the Republicans over and over for six months. Yeah. And oh. then you see it, and then you have one view of it, and then the election happens. It's like, oh, all of this was fucking fairy dust. Everything, all the, oh, we're going to beat Lindsey Graham? Are you fucking crazy? Yeah. And in mean, 2020 was yeah. like that. Behind Biden, Biden, his entire t- curtail, all of his coattails collapsed behind him. And then he barely basically won in, the, in, in these crucial, rich suburbs. That are not committed to being Democrats. He was doing better when he. Does anyone else notice this? Like when he had COVID, this is when the Brandon comeback happened. Yeah, right after he had COVID. Because he does. He's he's Biden. I can call him that occasionally. But when when he's feeling it's good, so hard not to. When he's feeling good, he goes out and gives speeches, and they don't go well. Uh, people don't listen to what's in them. Or I mean, the only thing people remember about his democracy speech is like the the red lights, herp to derp. Like, which is ridiculous, you know, like Occupy Democrats level, like criticism of something. But I've heard all these Republicans say, remember that speech, the red lights, the ground's like, "Uh," it doesn't go through. So him as an avatar for the party doesn't help them. I actually think when he gets ill and people don't know what's happened to him and also Harris, it is weird that there's a vice president and the president's sick. It's like, well, he's no one's in charge for a while, guys. I've heard that from, you know, the few liberal relatives I talk to who are main lines is that they like him when he's on the ropes. They yeah. like him when he when they like they like an underdog. They Oops. like him when, when, it's a, when it's they a, gotta it's feel a, sorry for him when they it, when they gotta. It's a, when un- he's really fighting for it. It's yep. an unfolding Hollywood story that we're all wrapped up in, and we're but, loving it. And he is our he is our Rocky, and he's about to he's got to get up. But I think it helps because when he's out of the way too, the vacuum is filled by the even more insatiable media love for covering Trump. Just everything he does That's that he true. has covered. And at this point, Trump, yeah. I'd say, is a millstone. Yeah. He's bad for the Republicans. No, they, they do not. I mean, I just, when I was in New Hampshire, that was, I, some people I was talking to were Republicans going door to door, and they were really annoyed because they kept trying to go to, like, oh, this guy who was a Republican 10 years ago, and he said, he just wouldn't have the conversation because he hates Trump so much. I'm like, yes, that's weird. It is weird that a former president is around and people still hate hate that he's around and what he stands for. They're afraid of him come back. You could have fixed it. You didn't. And and be when he is 
covering the sun and, and getting all of all of the news cycles to himself awful for Republicans. When I think it's when when Biden is in front of cameras, awful for Democrats. That is a dynamic. And so Biden will do more stuff. But I think Trump will also do more stuff that's like dumb and unhelpful. And it really does get in their way. Uh, it, it's so the irresistible yeah. force of the immovable object. But yeah. I mean, we saw with 2016, you know, people do think that Trump is ridiculous, but they don't have any. It's not like they have any other faith in the Democrats. Like, and Hillary was able to embody like all these awful things that Trump looked to a lot of people, like at least an interesting change of pace. But and they then he became yeah. like branded with the Republican Party at large, and that was bad. And that has been his that like it, they are mutually drawing each other down. Yeah, and the most unpopular thing the government, you know, capital T, capital G, did was Dobbs. He mm-hmm. did that. Like not there, even though he like, would not have. This is another yeah. thing where they can't really coordinate. Like if Trump, if you really put Trump in charge of the party, like a good Führer should be. Yeah, he would have been like, "Are you crazy? Why would you do that? This is just fucking things up." And you have a good thing going here. That is the thing. There's enough people for whom politics, I think, is, is mostly a distraction, mostly a cultural, uh, uh, modif- uh, cultural marker for themselves. Your average person. So there's there's going to be tons of people who they live in like King County or they live in. Uh, LA County where they live in upstate New York and they're paying a lot more and their energy bill is up and it's harder to buy a house but oh that Trump and they're going to come out and vote for Democrats and that is like that is what keeps this on the on the on the on the balance not because Democrats are going to do anything great in the next two months well any final thoughts uh I just I think yeah we are all just in I think all of this gathers towards a point where either they have to take him off the board Trump Mm -hmm. off the board which uh might happen they might be doing it right now. They might be like, actually, I don't know at that, this point. I, question of that, like their know. capacity and mm-hmm. their recognition of him as a threat. But if that doesn't happen, if they don't get him off the board, I don't know how he doesn't become president in 2024. Mm-hmm. It's like there is going to be a significant economic contraction in the next three years. How is that going to be metabolized by a, a fucking political structure that cannot do anything about anything? Mm-hmm. No, there's going to be round 12 of like maybe a third party can save us there's gonna yeah, be round yeah. 12 of maybe what? the Honestly, president can't run again but if all someone's those okay are... i'll throw this out there you know the alternative to this if the third party people actually do put a fucking rock campaign together because people make <laughs> fun of the of the third way people for saying this party you're describing it exists it's the democrats and it's like yeah you're right but the Rep- the democrats are as a brand mm-hmm. totally dog shit they they all of those things r- render them incapable of assembling a majority but underlying their underlying idea of hey a, a basic like a uh, gender and racial social piece like you know a basic one of those and like some semblance of, of of a gesture towards a welfare state government how about we agree to that but without with the, the branding with the with, right 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 exactly with the rock but without but with, with the only thing that the democrats have in their favor which is celebrities which is mainstream media which is all of our big cultural uh, totems that are associated subconsciously with the democratic political position which is why the republicans are so crazy all the time and doing the crt witch hunts and shit is because they're really mad about what's on tv what's on streaming because they can't control that Mm-hmm. And that represents this thing. And like, if you just shared that of all of its associations with the Democratic Party along culture war and everything else, and it's just the shining teeth of a Hollywood celeb like Matthew McConaughey or The Rock, as long as it had the army behind it to determine a election, a obviously contested election mm-hmm. in their favor, then I think that I like their chances. I mean, that's I like their shot. That's what happens in other countries. Exactly. That are about Thailand, this for yeah, example. Yeah. 
I think that's what you're going to see. Oh, oh, there's a right wing candidate. We're going to have a coalition behind somebody who seems nice. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, in France, that was like Macron. But yeah. basically, that's what happened. It's the socialists can't, can't hack it. Get out of the way. There's going to be a new party that stands for nothing yep. except unpopular but things. But America needs but celebrity. not them. We're not it those right wingers. Yeah. It it's, not, it's not policy. That's where the whole Teal Project is foundering because yeah. they think it's about policy. It is about the sheer, just uh, limbic pleasures of just having a president who is an, an entertainer. And that is something the Democrats can't do because it's on top of this disgusting association of, of uh, culture war issues. But if they could be a, just this pure celebrity on top of like this common sense middle way and it had the army behind it to determine an election, <laughs> in its result, that's the big thing. Because if you have this, you have in a contested election, it's going to be decided by arms. And if you have one, they're like the rock shows up at the Joint Chiefs and gives them a pep talk. And they all say, hell yeah, let's go win for the, for the Gipper. They will take the crown. They will take the belt. Well, with that, let's wrap up this uh, edition of the Bellway Phoenix. Thank you all Bellway for Phoenix. listening. Uh, you will certainly be discussing all these issues and more on tour as things mm-hmm. heat up. We'll get yes. more uh, data points. We'll be able to bat it around on stage. Uh, let us plug those dates one more time. It is October 1st, Chicago, Illinois at the Vic Theater, October 8th. Los Angeles, California, at the Theater of the Ace Hotel. You want to come to that show, Dave? I might have a uh, friend's 40th birthday to party to go to. That's the one conflict. Well, come to it. Bring your friend. Yeah. Uh, October 14th, New York City Town Hall Theater. And October 30th, Fort Lauderdale, Florida at Revolution. Dave, you got anything to plug? Yeah, I will be starting a new job at Semaphore, a media startup uh, that I'm, I'm pretty pumped to be joining after seven years at the Washington Post. Uh, that will coming in october I keep, to, your, I keep be, your eyes out for the flags I vague, but you know if, if you've read my stuff and oh dave goes around the country and talks to people and and says you're wrong about elections i'm going to be doing that and, and other things uh at a new place that and if you hate paywalls if you're one of those people who spends all day just looking at articles and saying huh no pay paywall sorry not going to read that all right all right here's a news outlet for you don't have to pay for shit great so just thank you in advance for, uh, for reading semaphore awesome Uh, We'll see you guys all uh, next time. Bye-bye.